two, one, we go live. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode, what episode is this way? I think this is 36 or 37. Jeez, 37. <laughs> yeah, we've done a, We're in the 30s now. We're in the 30s. Who knew? Yeah, who would have thought? Podcast is older than me at this point. <laughs> Are we even that funny? <laughs> no, but we keep trying. We keep trying, <laughs> trying. goddammit. Anyway, hey, thank you all for tuning in to the Drink Me Podcast. Luis, introduce our guest, please. To my left over here, we have Chef Roro. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. We need to get a soundboard. Yeah, we really need a soundboard. <laughs> that radio club. <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey, honestly, thank you, Roro, for coming through, man. Nah, Please. What's, what's your actual name, though? Like, Because I know it's short for something. Roro, right? Uh, Ro- Robert. Ro- yeah. <laughs> that ain't as cool, right? Like show and where are you from? I'm Robert. <laughs> and where are you from? Uh, originally from Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from, where are you from? From uh, uh, from from the uh, Lebanon. Yeah, my parents are originally from Lebanon. So Robert from Lebanon. Yeah, That's right. Funny. That's not as cool. My my dad wanted. Is to Robert name. short for anything? <laughs> no, right. Yeah, no. My dad wanted to name me some other things. My mom was like, Nah, that won't ha- that won't fly. Making sure he gets all the good on the resume. Yeah. He won't yeah. be able to fly with that name. Like, like, Damn. Yeah. Good luck, good luck, Mom. Good luck, Mom. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Saved you from a world of uh, yeah. a world of stereotypes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shit, man. My last name's my last name's. Uh, it's funny story. My last name's Asmar, right? But mm-hmm. in, in our, you know, when I pronounce it, when we really pronounce it, it's, uh, it's Asmar, mm-hmm. you know. But my, da- it's actually legally, my name is supposed to be L Dash Asmar, so it's Al Asmar. But okay. like cut that hyphen off like when we, like, when a, like a Kryptonian. Like yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, like some some Kal El shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That was say right here, right there. I got another key, man. Uh, <laughs> he got a Superman. I'm a, yeah, I'm a real fan, man. I'm a real fan. My <laughs> well, man got the whole Krypton tag on him and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can talk. We can go into that for hours. Yeah, man. So, Roro, you've been part of the Street Meat community for quite some time, man. Yeah. How did you find us? Because uh, we don't even know how we found us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously. I don't, know. I don't know how we ended up here. Yeah, man. So, you know, social media. You guys do a good job. You know, I think, uh, what, oof, it's like 2021 now. 2020 and 2021 are all kind of a blur. But uh, I think I met y'all, I met y'all like 2017, I think I came out. It's actually when I was starting, starting my food business in D.C., and uh, I had just, I think I had, we just finished building the truck and I was getting ready to hit the streets with it. And I was like, all right, now I got to get into marketing. Now I got to get into, you know, how to, how to get people to see me, how to be more visible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was online and a friend of mine hit me up and was like, hey, you should go to this thing called Street Meet. And a bunch of photographers are going to be there. You can network, you connect, connect with them. And I was like, dope, that'd be so great. So it was the U Street one you guys did. And I went. And I was real nervous. I was real, like, kind of shy, man. I was like, oh, I really, I went there. I dead ass showed up. I had business cards on me. <laughs> you were more prepared than us. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah, I have business cards you on me. You barely had stickers. <laughs> <right? laughs> but now y'all got everything. Now I see yeah, yeah, always, no. got the, always got the fly stuff in the past. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, it was funny, too, because, man, I went, and it, it, I had no intention of a- having anyone take pictures of me. 
mm-hmm. it was really I was going to meet photographers and videographers, and I was talk. I was like literally just going up to people. I was like, hey, like I'm about to start a food business. Like if you wanna, you know, maybe here's my card. You know, we could, we could talk. collab or something. Yeah, you know, I, I honestly I didn't even get that it was I didn't I didn't get the full spectrum of what the event was. Mm. I didn't know it. You know, it was like from from just starting out to you know the top. To be fair, nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> nobody does. Yeah, he's he's very correct. <laughs> but no. it was great, man. You know the thing the thing I walked away from there and I was like I was like man like these people are cool like these people are real good people like I you know I was like I didn't I didn't I felt uncomfortable showing up and being there mm. but when I left man I felt like I don't know something kind of lingered I was like man that felt real cool it was good people yeah. it was good energy it was good vibes you know I had people trying That's to take shit. pictures of me and I was sitting there I was real shy at the time and this was like when I was just starting my own media my own like kind of marketing journey about myself like trying to figure out how do I how do I get people to see me and how do I get people to understand who I really am mm. through photo, through video? And when I had, when I was during the street meet, people were coming up to me like, Hey, do you model? And at first, <laughs> at first I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like, you know, nah. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Nah, man, I'm a chef, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Modeling the fuck? Yeah. No, but I'm sure my plate of food. What's up? Man, but, yeah, but it's so cool though. Cause people were like, nah, man, come on. Like, you know, take a couple pictures, yeah. you know? Oh, you're, look, you're a good looking guy. Yeah, come on. Yeah. You know, right, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> so it was real cool yeah a couple people took some pictures they shared they shared them with me later you know and i was just like man i, I had such a good time i had such a good vibe from everybody that since then, I mean, I've been to like I think six or seven others. Mm-hmm. You know, I've uh, you know. Yeah, I remember when you went to the Spy Museum one. You came, you came in with the James Bond hey, suit. You, really yeah. were, you were ready to go. Man. <laughs> yeah, you modeled that day. Yeah. That day you were a model. <laughs> <laughs> this man blossomed that day. Yeah, that, that was a fun. I one, found man. my new calling, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Time to hang up Chef. the apron. Chef, who? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just call me Roro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we all have like creativity in us. Yeah, you know, whether yeah, we course. do photography, videography, yeah. we all have that itch we all have that kind of like diversity where we just want to express ourselves Mm -hmm. in whatever medium we can you know Mm -hmm. we don't all just like stay in one lane that's something like i've never done i've never like you know yeah i'm a chef by profession right but i'm I'm, I'm also you know i'm a human i want to live life i want to experience a lot of different things you know like the rest (laughs) of us that we try like you know you got uh at least got a boxing uh more you can do muay thai yeah you know and it's like that's something that gives you pleasure in other areas Mm -hmm. where it's not always you know through the lens Mm -hmm. But with the artistry that we can all do, you know, that's the thing that Street Meat did was like it, it gave gave more people on all spectrums of the level, like from just starting out to professionals to come together and to mm-hmm. be able to talk and to be able to make each other come. I actually brought my sister, my little sister. I took mm-hmm. her. I brought her to the uh, wasn't the Navy Yard. I brought her to the Navy Yard, but I brought her. Uh, um, yeah, I think it was the Navy Yard one then. And we brought her to the Navy Yard and she's, you know, she's a lot younger than me. There's a big gap between us. She's. She was 16 or 17 oh, really? at the time yeah, mm-hmm. when I brought her with me. And, you know, she she was like – she was real real shy, needed needed a little boost in confidence, mm-hmm. you know, kind of at that age where, you know, it was really helpful to her to, to have other people other than her family tell her she's beautiful, right, right, tell her yeah. you love her, you know, that kind of Yeah, because yeah, you, yeah. you never believe it when it comes to family. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like, Y'all gasping me up for no reason. Say that. Come <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just saying that shit to me. Like, you know? I, but, can, I can admit that your first time you brought your sister and the meets after that mm-hmm. – 
instant air, all yeah, the talk was she, like, yeah. I got to shoot with her. I yeah, shoot yeah, her right yeah. Now. yeah. And then she, and then she right, definitely right. got more comfortable. Like, yeah, but she didn't believe that in herself till mm-hmm. till she she went until I brought her with me. And then true, she, true. Well, we left that thing, and she was like, man, like so many people. Made I'm me feel so gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> gas me up. You know, I had to like calm her down. NBA All Star Weekend. Let's go. I'm there. Drive to New York right now. Oh no! Oh no! Protective brother shit. Created a monster. Yes, exactly. She gets home. I'm moving to LA. Flewed out. That's it, guys. I'm moving to LA. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate you guys telling me I was beautiful all my life. It's time to really flourish. Yeah. <laughs> and but you know, that's kudos to what you guys are doing, though, because, you know, out of everything, you guys create yeah. a safe, uh, a positive, you know, and, and, and an environment where exchange can happen. Oh, for sure. It's, ne- it's not yeah. just one way. It's both, you know, mm-hmm. between the photographer and the model, the videographer, et cetera, you know, between everybody. It's, it's you really guys, you guys do a great job yeah. of like, really, you know, <laughs> practicing what you preach it's yeah. about the community. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's why I've been here. That's why I'm here today doing the podcast with you guys. And, uh, like, like I'm like, hell yeah. I still got shit to do today, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta hard out, but yeah. I'm still be here. <laughs> gotta go make that falafel later, man. But you know, yeah, that's something you guys do. That you know, kudos to you guys for really like creating a community. You know, meaning Appreciate what you say, that. doing what yeah. you you know, doing what you mean. Appreciate you know? that, man. That's all we ever try to do for real. Like we really, <laughs> yeah. that's really our ethos is like building a community. That's mm-hmm. that's really at our at our core. Any anytime we make any kind of decision, it's like, all right, how does this help? Yeah. The people, you know what I mean, and anything we do, it's always like, how does how does this help everybody? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, then we don't do it. <laughs> you know, That's if it's one sided, and, yeah. and I'm glad to hear it's helped people find confidence or find mm-hmm. new pathways to creativity, and even like getting to know you, we've been able to help get some money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you've yeah. helped us, of course, at the yeah. same yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah one of the best, one of the, yeah, one of the highlight of like key features of like some of the events that we've done recently is when you came yeah. through with yeah. the when truck. You're there, yeah. you when you're there, when you're there, it's a five star event. When you came, you hear Roro's coming and yeah. it's five stars. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, this is gonna be a good one. This yeah. is gonna be a good thing. This is gonna be a good day. Because I remember the first event we did, and we we barely knew each other. Yeah, the Rhode Island one. That was when I met you. Yeah, that was when I met you. Was that was that the first one you guys did where you guys were doing the gallery? Yeah, that was, yeah, the, that was the gallery, gallery yeah. attempt yeah. and everything. And you guys had the installations with the bus and shit. That shit was popping, man. I remember that. I was, I was I was like working and sweating my ass off in that truck, but I was like, man, I wish I brought a change. I, I wish I brought a change of clothes. Like I wish I could jump in, man. That shit Step was out real quick. Like let me just uh, get some get some flicks in real yeah, quick. Yeah, but right. that's, but that, at that that day showed me how hard you hustle because as soon as you told us, yo, I got to be out by three. You know, at three we cleared the pathway. You were out off to your next job. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, damn, this man spent a whole afternoon with us and his fucking son, and now he's in the truck rolling out again. Yeah, those are two days, man. Those. Are yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I actually, I sold the truck, man. I don't have the truck anymore. Oh, oh wow. shit! Hey, well. Damn. Yeah, okay. man. Yeah, I moved on from that chapter. You know, it was uh, fun chapter. Be like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, I won best food truck in 2019. I mean, you oh, know. I remember that. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I remember low that. Key, low key, low <laughs> key. Hold on, say that one more time. <laughs> no, no, but hey, man, I couldn't have done. No, come on, he's talk. a Michelin star guy. Come on. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> come, man. No, real, real talk though, I couldn't have won that without y'all. Like dead really? ass. Like I, I like, oh, like I told you, like I tell you guys, man, I got love for y'all. Y'all always been supportive. You guys were supportive of me when I was nobody and nothing, and no one cared what the fuck my name was or wasn't. Wow, you know, but ne- like, you know, like winning, winning that 2019 best food truck, the Washington City paper thing. I mean, it was definitely marketing. It was all the oh, marketing. Shit, it was all the, it was the, f- the photos, the videos, you guys Absolutely. sharing it from the street meet page uh, when yeah. I was like, please vote, please vote. Of you course. know, I, I don't I don't. That's the thing, man. When it comes to me, I don't forget anything. <laughs> like I got, I got a great memory, man. I, I try not to forget anything about anybody that ever like touched me or like helped me in some way because I, I always know that like that, that's the thing like I'm always about and I always try to get across with my media of course. is I'm trying to provide or create a community like 
from my brand or from myself or from my food, like, you know, just sharing because that's what's gotten me further in my life right. is being a part of the community, having that support. And, you know, y'all showed me so much support, you know, from hiring me, and, you know, for the shifts <laughs> and the gigs. Uh, hiring's a very strong word. Very strong right? word. Yeah. We just told you to come through. Come through, <laughs> man. We got this. We ain't got to ask no questions. Yeah. <laughs> Can you park here? Yeah. Hey, let's yeah. Right? yeah, but that's the thing. You know, yeah. like you do with street meat. You yeah. provide the opportunity right. for people yeah. who want to express themselves or mm-hmm. hustle or create something. Mm-hmm. You guys gave me an opportunity, and as a hustler myself, mm-hmm. I took it, you know, yeah, of course. Try to make full advantage of, of it. Yeah. But That's all we ever ask. <laughs> but I could have done it without the door being open, you know. Yeah, so I appreciate y'all for that because I, I wouldn't have won or wouldn't have been as popular or had that visibility as much had I not met the Street Meat community because that's what really started me on, like, got me better and more informed and more efficient at marketing myself or mm-hmm. more creative and more comfortable creating content, right. actually. Because that's something I feel like even as creators, we yeah. all have that uncomfortability in the beginning yeah. or yeah. through certain processes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you're one of the people, like, I've worked with a couple of small businesses in the past. Like, everybody like it's 2021 uh everybody's been trying to up their social media game this has been like the, my main hustle since like 2018 mm-hmm. so i've been in the trenches with like small small business owners who are trying to gain some sort of traction online and i feel like you did it so well mm-hmm. that it really it it resulted in such immediate gains for you and your small business like it's insane like some people try to create this formula like oh yeah let's just create like as much content as possible but the thing but the thing that they're missing is the substance of like being engaging with your community and having that audience because i see you you're always in there like you're not just you're not just like posting pictures of your food and calling it a day yeah you're in there like actually speaking with other people like whether it's like the street meet groups or like it's the models or photographers who have come into the area asking like, Hey, can you guys come out? Like, let's, let's do, let's do some, let's do some cool shit together. Yeah. Um, that's like one of the key features that a lot of people are missing. And I feel like it's you, like especially a bridge. With, what you're describing, exactly. Is a bridge. You have your digital, which supports your physical business, mm-hmm. but then you use your digital to show that your physical business is touching other people. You know, it's food. You're, you're nourishing people. Yeah. But at the same time, you're communicating with them. I mean, shit, there was a festival Pierre and I went to, though, the, the, the National Cannabis Festival. You were and there. You were yeah, there. We, yeah. saw we each had other. no idea you were going to be yeah. there. Me and him, we're just sky <laughs> high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, we're looking for somewhere. I was blasted. And I was like, yo. This man said tacos? This man said, uh, uh, falafel you got, tacos. Yeah, falafel tacos. Yo, I'll dog. tell you right now, that shit were banging, slack. dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember I, that. I know I was high as shit, but like seeing you there, I was like, "Fuck any of these other food trucks." This is like I some full circle shit here. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Twenty deep too. I was oh, like, yeah. it was one of those days where I was like, "I got to strap up and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a long day." Yeah. yeah. So to Luis's point is that physical. You came out the truck, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got your, you know, you got your staff with you. But you took the time to come out, dap yeah. us up, yeah. talk to mm-hmm. other people, bring other people to the truck. You brought that that personality to the physical which right. you just used instagram and social media to highlight yeah it wasn't like you were doing it for the instagram mm-hmm. you you're showing your authentic self to what luis is saying a mm-hmm. lot of people create yeah. content yeah and there's no authenticity behind it uh-huh. i appreciate that yeah, yeah like when i think of roros i don't even think of like your no offense but i don't think about their truck or your yeah. new business you think about chicken. i yeah, think about you, you. yes yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's the thing people link with personalities mm-hmm. more than like an actual product right and so, honestly, that happened. It, it, it kind of like, you know, it started actually, you know, funny story, man. It happened by accident. Like it happened. So I started my truck in 2017, but I started my like 
on my own professional culinary journey in 2016 when I was in the gyms, I was working out, I was training, you know, we talked about like, we both love Muay Thai, we both love boxing or mixed martial arts, like cross training and stuff like that. So lo long story short on that end, I was, you know, a former athlete and I was like, I love- He says that lightly. Yeah. <laughs> he says that very lightly. Hey, let me just do it for you real quick. Roa was a football player. My man was balling. If you ever see him in person, you'll recognize it. He's definitely built like a ball. He's definitely yeah, right? built. I mean. But not only that, after football, you went into to bodybuilding. Uh, yeah, yeah, So I did a bodybuilding show uh, a while back. You know, All based off a of vegan diet. You were proving a point about it. If I'm not yeah, yeah. And my yeah, thing, yeah. you know, my kind of shtick or my challenge was to show people, show my friends, show my I mean, even my family was always like, oh, like, you know, what you eating today, you know? Is it, <laughs> Chickpeas, big dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it, you know? <laughs> and so, and so uh, yeah, so I did a bodybuilding show. You know, I'm a, you know, growing up in high school, kind of like, I don't know. I feel like maybe for, you know, a lot of us with, uh, you know, different cultures from our background. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, to speak for you guys, but you guys can touch on it here in a sec. But like, I feel like, I don't know, when I came to, the, you know, when my parents brought me to the States, I felt like a part of my character, a part of my, uh, my, my itch. That's something that I always need to scratch is like, I'm always feeling like I always got to define myself or I always mm -hmm. got to connect myself to America or to American culture. So like okay. growing up, yeah. football was that thing for me. Ah, it was like, okay. that's it, like the most American fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, baseball was too boring for me. So I was like, all right, I'll go football. I'm like, you know, I'm six, four. So I'm like, all right, I'll get into that. Right. My coach, you know, my teacher. Like, you know, yeah, right? So I'm like, uh, so yeah, when I was in high school, you know, I got into football and it was really to like find my like definition or find myself kind of thing. So I really like attached myself to football and then kind of, you know, I played in high school, played in college, you know, tried to play professionally. I played, you know, semi-pro locally actually in DC. And then, uh, awesome. and then, uh, when I, you know, all through that, you know, food is big part of my life, big part of my family. You know, my dad has a food business, my mom, uh, you know, she, uh, she opened a restaurant when I was in high school, unfortunately it failed, but like I've always been around food. So food and food is part of, you know, our mm -hmm. cultures are, you oh, know, of course, Lebanese yeah. culture. We have Meza, we have like tapa style where it's like everybody sits down and picks out a bunch of different things with their hands and, you know, exchanges mm -hmm. part of the community aspect we're talking right. about. Right. Something I've always tried to be connected to. Mm -hmm. And then now, like you guys said, that authenticity, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make my community bigger, you know, because at the end of the day, I've, I've always felt, I guess, like smaller in the world. I've always felt more alone in the world like i don't know lone wolf or whatever you want to call it but like always trying to like like i said trying to define myself trying to find that thing that that makes my heart beat a little faster right, makes me right. tick in the morning or makes me get up mm -hmm. and whatever that is it's 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 something about the community something about that exchange that giving people like you know you said food is nurturing right like that's why food to me is something that i love so much because i love giving food food to people because it's not just oh i'm giving you this order i'm giving you this food this food on this plate like you're gonna take it eat it sit down with your family have a conversation while it's in front of you mm -hmm. have a laugh have a cry and be like damn this shit is good <laughs> <laughs> right? but, but it's not even about the food though it's about what the food transports you to mm -hmm. it's about yeah. what it makes you feel what it makes you you know think about or mm -hmm. like the comfortability you have you're never uncomfortable when you're sitting and eating unless you're eating something like i don't know super spicy or something terrible yeah. like yeah. you know right it's if like i'm not having a good time right now but this is good yeah <laughs> like, right like because the best food you've had is the best experiences you've yeah, had right, yeah. it's like exactly. some of the best it's memories you've had it's very true some of the best conversations with people you've had mm -hmm. while eating you know that's something like especially very heavy in my culture and you know definitely for some other people here it's like mm -hmm. you know sitting down at the table having food with people you know my grandmother my mom my family i always have really good memories of being around food mm -hmm. so it's like that's that's now my like my my thing or my calling 
to how I can connect to people or how I can give people something positive or something good, you know, is through the food. But that's one of the mediums, kind of like, you know, back to street meat. Like your medium can be photography or videography. But at the end of the day, what you guys are doing is more important than that. (laughs) It's creating, you know, thoughts and it's creating practices and it's creating better, more positive habits between relationships too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. So, so help me because you were just about to say something before I interrupted hmm. uh, that you were trying to prove a point that you don't need to consume meat products because you are mm. vegan vegetarian. I don't know where the, the line uh, would be. I was vegan. I was vegan for okay. five years. Okay. Five years strictly from like 24 to 29. Okay. You know, so like last year. So basically. where's where's the line between veganism and vegetarianism? Uh, it'd be eggs and dairy. Okay. Yeah, okay. those are the those. So are wait, the, so vegetarians can eat eggs? Yeah. Oh shit. Eggs, yeah, vegetarians yeah. will that sometimes eat sense. eggs or sometimes. It's just animal products, basically. Sometimes eat dairy. Fuck but uh, but uh, the, the egg <laughs> comes from a chicken. Egg, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying that's like the big like stark difference. Like what constitutes as like an animal product. You can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but it's like what constitutes as like an animal product is like a vegan will have more strict rules about that versus mm-hmm. a vegetarian. So a vegetarian could eat eggs, but like a, a vegan will be like, oh, I'm not gonna eat eggs. I'm not gonna uh, eat. Right. No, the vegan like, thing makes sense to me. It's just yeah. the vegetarian thing with the egg. Well, it's it's the sentient being. So it's oh. because it's an egg and it's an embryo and it's, it's not, not born and I living see. and, and, and a life. And, and, and you're not get taking up. Okay, uh, technically yeah. a full life. So that's that's kind of, you know, I know I kind of like really define, like kind of like pushed that being vegan or having vegan yeah. food. Mm-hmm. You know, in my older years now, I guess now I'm 30. So I guess as I'm getting older and as I've been through more life and more experiences, my, my kind of stance now, I don't, I don't know if you noted, like from my media, I don't push like be vegan, don't eat this, don't eat that. I've never, because I've never been about that. Because that, that's always a stick for vegans. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, here comes a vegan. Like, yeah. okay. oh, fuck. <laughs> here's <laughs> a vegan. Yeah, yeah, right? You guys know that yeah. how many things get killed just to yeah. eat? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey. now, now it has its place. It has its, its the thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. it's like some people are good at, uh, some people are good at telling you things. Some people are good at explaining them. You mm-hmm. know, some people aren't, but they have good ideas. They're trying to explain to you, but right. it's just not coming the way you but need. But you're kind of an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to accept it, right? And that's the thing. Like, even when I like was strictly vegan and trying to spread that and push that, I never was about telling people no. I was never right. people don't eat this, don't eat that. So you're was, a cool vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's here with us, right? <laughs> but I mean, I was always about being inclusive. You know, right, I was right. always like, all right, cool. If you're a meat eater, check out this vegan special that I have today. Try it today for your lunch. Which, I by the way, that's one of the most appealing things about what you guys did because I remember I had a, I had my own opinions about vegans uh, back in the day and like vegan food, like vegan substitutes. Mm-hmm. But like having some of the food that you guys did, that you guys would make like the vegan substitutes like the... Um, that burger that you made that at the Soleado event? Those burgers yeah, the at the Bro, Those burgers dog, at the Soleado event. That shit was fire, dog. That shit was good. This is, and this is... Okay. Yeah, this is good. I, I like this I missed my burger by that much. <laughs> uh, by the time I got to the truck, he's like, I'm out, bro. Oh, bro. Man, I should have saved one. I had the funniest... Honesty, I, I'm... It I had made the me funniest. Happy to hear you sold out. Yeah, yeah. It means it yeah, made it, your it, long it, ass because that shit was far. That yeah, was, yeah. It made that your was, drive. That was dangerous drive. You for got my your truck. Bag. I was like, Whoa. Bruh, I Woo, I had the funniest. I'm sorry, boy. I I, I I remember I remember that engagement because I remember uh we. We, I think we we, we I think Sway was the only we one. We were taking because I know Heidi got one. We were taking shifts. We were taking shifts <laughs> yeah. in the parking lot, and I remember I was standing there, and I was like, "Nah, I'm good." I'm like, I Sway, like in about twenty minutes, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, get. I said, "Let me go get some food real quick. Can you come and watch this? Can you come yeah, and yeah. sit in the in the parking lot for I got me?" You. I was like, "Let me go and get some food real quick." You guys had a lot of you know customers <laughs> before yeah, coming in, so it was truck, so it was it was like a little bit of a wait to get the food because everybody was trying to get food like at the same time. Of course. 
And I'm just seeing Sway just standing there. Like, he's like kind of staring at me. Like. I got my arms crossed. My eyes are squinting. I'm like, man, hurry up, bro. I see, how, I see how long that line is. I'm trying to get some food. Too. Everybody's talking Everybody's talking that good shit about this burger, man. I'm trying to get one. Heidi, Heidi already told me this is the best burger she's had. And I'm like, how oh, great to hear, She's honey. vegetarian. So. Yeah. And, and for like, me, as a, you know, as a regular fucking person, and I ate that shit, I was like, damn, this is, this is fire. No, I, would, no. I would actually eat that yeah. if I if I had that as a, as a as a nice little you know vegetarian or vegan. I went substitute. to go I went to go get some cauliflower uh, buffalo wings after I saw that you were talking about them. Mm. And I was like, oh, this shit's kind of fire. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you right now, cauliflower in the air fryer with some buffalo sauce. That's dope. <laughs> that's easiest cauliflower wings you'll ever have in your life. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. Man. But no, that shit was really good. Like some of the like you kind of opened my eyes. Like okay, there's like some vegan options that yeah. would be. That's like feasible. It's not like something that's totally out of reach. Like you, your life right. doesn't have to be miserable. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because that's 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 what everybody equates veganism to. Like kale salad, like, yeah. quinoa. Something. That's why these yeah, guys are such a Hold on, that shit sounds delicious too. Hold on, right? I got a bag of kale waiting for me at home right now. <laughs> I'm gonna put that shit in the air fryer. Light shit. Just gotta take it out because it catches fire. You know, it's the same. Yes, yeah, that's what it's about, though. You know, for me, it was always about providing a better alternative to right. what you're eating. I'm not trying to re- mm. take away what you're eating. I'm just trying to maybe replace it with something that, hey, cool, I can mix this in my diet. And then the, have the empathy or the, the the larger understanding of why. You know, because that's the thing I think definitely, you know, media, marketing, whatever, helps a lot of us nowadays. And definitely the culture, the community, we're all shifting a little bit more. We're all more understanding yeah, now of sure. like plant-based food or vegan food or yeah. why, you know, because mm-hmm. of the, st- the sustainability. So that's mm-hmm. something now that I'm more focused on. It's like anything with my restaurants, my food, my projects that I'm working with. There has to be a sustainable aspect to what our menu is, to what we're providing, to how we're sourcing it. Now in the food, you know, in the food game, it's it's a really it's a really kind of up and down market with supply. You know, especially with other countries, other states. You know, delivery travel. Right. You know, you're getting shipments or crates in from other countries for some of your products if you're in more you know foreign foods like I am. Mm-hmm. You know, so and with the pandemic, it's caused a huge strain on the food chain supply. Oh yeah, for sure. If chicken yeah. prices are going through the roof, steak prices are going through the roof. So if I can make one, you know, you guys said I can make a couple plugs. This is one <laughs> plug to everyone listening. If you're ordering from a restaurant, if you're ordering delivery, be a little extra nicer. All right. Be 100%. nice to the delivery driver. Be oh, nicer yeah. to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. If you don't enjoy the food, don't order from them again. That's hard enough for a restaurant to take than leaving them a one-star review, telling yeah, just, them how yeah, shitty they uh, are during a time. I've never believed. I don't. This leave, shit. I don't leave yeah. bad reviews unless no. yeah. it's bad service. Yeah. yeah. Is, if you get yeah, no, no. There's there's, good, there's the exceptions. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. If someone spits on you or someone spit on your food, and you, yeah. you like you know like yeah. that's different. Yeah. But if you just if <laughs> keyword and if you know yeah but if you didn't like it or if you didn't if you didn't or if you didn't like the price just leave it don't, just, you yeah. can't comment don't comment on that that's like someone coming into your house yeah. telling you your cooking sucks you know what the hell you brought me over for this we like, throwing hands dog we throwing hands you know that's been, that's always been my beef with like these big review sites like yelp and stuff like nobody yeah. ever like when you have when you go to a restaurant you have a good time a lot of the times people don't, don't leave a review people mm-hmm. don't leave reviews yeah. Although, honestly yeah. a lot of times i tell myself man this place is the shit i should leave them a review yeah i mean 20 minutes later i'm in the car i ain't worried about that review anymore yeah I got heartburn. I need some yeah, tubs. I'm tired. I'm sleeping. going about I'm your night. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like that's the thing. Like a lot of review sites, a lot of people who are on there are usually just people who want to bitch about yeah, something. Yeah, trolls, man. Yeah. yeah. They got no, they're, they're mad in their life and they're sitting at the computer and they're like, yeah. oh, man, I got something pissed off about that restaurant. I'm and unfortunately, go. <laughs> that now reflects on the restaurant. That's yeah. now like yeah. a thing yeah. they have. They're now known as like I a two-star restaurant. I will say though, as a yeah. consumer that reads reviews, I can differentiate between a legitimate bad review 
versus someone who was mad about like oh yeah, no. yeah but but you but you take the time to yeah. go through because most people, people just don't. look at the stars yeah. they're like ah it's three stars let's yeah. keep swiping yeah. you know <laughs> three yeah. star those three stars doesn't scare me I look at, if it's three stars and a food looks appeasing nah, man, I'm, I'm like, asking Florida he doesn't give a shit I'll be honest when I'm going through Uber Eats if I see less than four I'm like nah unless someone tell told me specifically I mean I'm you know I'm a consumer myself oh no man I don't I don't pay attention aren't reflective of the restaurant exactly service of Uber. You know yeah. what? You or know the what? delivery driver. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know what late. really sells me on Uber Eats? Huh. Good photos. Good photos. Was just, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. I was waiting for you. You didn't need a photo exactly, today. That's exactly Hit it up for me. Meaties. Bro, the amount of times I've been like on Uber Eats and I see like it looks like the, the owner. The owner just took like photos on like their shitty iPhone 4s or some shit. Yeah. That, that's a, It could be a five star place, but if yeah. it has shitty photos, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I sometimes trust the shitty photo because I'm like, yeah, I know that's fire. Yeah, I know that. That's a bad photo, yeah. but I know that taco. I know delicious. the dude who made it yeah, took yeah. it with his phone, so I'm. Sweaty shit. Authenticity <laughs> in that. I can taste it. <laughs> but I, I, I can will see the C-list rating from I, the health department. I will oh, they definitely. Got, oh, they got bulletproof glass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know they good. That's legit. Been they got the same menu as every other restaurant. And they got typos yeah. in their shit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the photos, man. Especially more and more nowadays, with everybody being, you know, everybody mm-hmm. being at home. You know, we're kind of in this like transition part, but still, you know, the way the consumer digests food first now. Mm-hmm. Well, always, it's always been with your eyes. You know, that's what we say in the kitchen people mm-hmm. eat with their eyes first now it's even more yeah. prevalent because now the consumer chooses with their eyes right no, no smell no taste no no customer really? service yeah yeah you're like, right yeah. i don't want you talking yeah, to me yeah, i don't yeah. want you close to me but let me see what your pictures look like oh <laughs> so those on. pictures are fire to, to take you a little bit back real quick mm. you keep mentioning your new restaurant yo plug that in man what oh. are you doing oh yeah days, yeah man? yeah that's you right keep referencing <laughs> it let's hear about it yeah, yeah so uh you know uh, i can get into the roro story uh, a little deeper if you guys want uh, absolutely here, that's but, why uh, you're here god damn it we want you to share the story because we've witnessed it from either the sidelines or in support of. Yeah, yeah. You but, guys have been there the whole but way. some yeah, people yeah, yeah. who haven't been able to go to an event where you were supplying food don't really know, like, that you fucking go down. You throw it though. You throw it down. You've done no, your research. You've that. done your work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, you know, before, you know, I come from the food world. And, uh, you know, after I was playing, uh, it was actually, so I was playing semi-pro in D.C. I was still trying to make it to the NFL. Uh, I was, like, talking to the Redskins about a try. Oh, Washington football team now. Pardon me. Um, well, at the time. <laughs> yeah, at the time. <laughs> be politically correct. The I'm time. a diehard Washington football team fan, so I've been a fan. Ah, oh, that's like, hard. Ever. That's a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I know, right? It's the web. Yeah. Like, it's hard to cheer on channel now. <laughs> it's tough man but i understand why so uh yeah so yeah i was like at that at that point and then i got to a point where i was like look man it's probably not gonna happen for me you know i've been giving it like all i could you know that's the thing i've always hung my hide on i'm a hard worker man i've never never been naturally talented never been naturally anything i've just always been a hard worker learned that from my mom learned that from my dad just learn how to grind and Mm -hmm. go for what i want so i was i was at the transition point in my life you know post-college you know trying to figure out what i wanted to do football thing wasn't really clicking for me so i was like you know i'm not me- meant for this but food is something i love and other people were telling me i'm good at it and other people were telling me oh it's great you should do something with it so like i was talking about the gyms earlier like i was like training in the gyms and then i was networking with the gym people and they were letting me come set up a table give out free samples so that kind of just kept snowballing and i was like all right i'm getting better at this i'm getting more practice i'm doing better food so then i was fortunate enough to uh you know i was like i was working at my dad's kitchen in alexandria um uh, 
I was working out of that kitchen doing the row roast thing. And then I was like, all right, let me, I scrapped up some money together. I was bouncing and bartending in D.C. at the time. Put together enough Damn, money. Damn, you were bouncing? Yeah, I was wow. bouncing. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with you. I, 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 I wouldn't yeah. fuck with you at the front of the line. Like, nah, I, man, hey, what's I can up? see that, though. I can. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you, man. You dude. nice as shit. How you getting mad at me? Get the fuck out of the club. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see it. I just couldn't see it, man. I tried, to, I tried to be nice, man. Like, half my job was kicking out people, like, wearing Jordans, like, coming into the restaurant or some shit. It was, it was, it was kind of whack, man. But, uh, but, you know, I had to pay very, the bills. Very man. nice, authentic money. ones. Yeah, The owner said you can't see it. Exactly, right? The jokes are tight, but you got to go, dog. Yo, man, I would I would wear them too, but <laughs> meanwhile you got black Air Forces on. Yeah, right. I was. But I'm I was, trying to get you know, paid, dog. Trying to get paid, man. Yeah, I just trying to make money. So, so I hustled, hustled the money together, man, and I was just like, look, like I could keep working out of my dad's kitchen, or I could, you know, get the truck because that's what I could, uh, what I could afford, you know, lower entry cost mm-hmm. to get a food truck. So I got a loan on a food truck, got one, and then I was like, all right, like. What am I gonna do with this? Like, how am I gonna? This do is it. This is what I. Yeah. So I was like, shit. <laughs> now I, that I'm treading this deep financial water, yeah. What do I do now? yeah, man. So you know, you t- like, yeah. like you talked about earlier. You know, the events you guys, you know, you reached out. And Hold on. Put a little bit more perspective on this. How old were you at the time? Oh, 24. 24. Jesus yeah. So yeah, I, at 24, I was a whole I was idiot. Not doing. I was a whole idiot at 24. No, I'm not gonna lie, man. <laughs> I wasn't Shout either, man. I was still partially idiot. I was trying. Trying. You're still, way better than me. I'm still a partial idiot at my, in my mid-30s, but God damn it, 24, <laughs> I was not doing anything. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I don't think I even I, I don't think I'd even picked up a camera yet when I was 24. Uh-huh. No, I was maybe 25. Hmm, okay. Something like that. Yeah. Um, whatever. So you got the truck at 24. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, well, that's yeah. impressive, actually. So, so I saw, yeah, that's truck, ballsy. I, I, I went to go get the truck at 24. So like, yeah, like 25, I ended up, you know, I finished getting built. Uh, I, 25 is when I started, like, getting into the marketing and getting into the, the media. You know, we talked about, like, the marketing and media earlier uh, and stuff. But then I got into that, and then I hit the truck. So from, like, 26 to 29, I was running that thing full time. You know, just out in D.C. I mean, my real talk, man, I mean, you know, people see me now or on that back end of it. But, you know, it, it was hard, man. It was the hardest, probably the hardest, sure. hardest thing like I've ever said, done in my life. It's a grind. It's yeah. it's a 24-7, man. Like what I what I used to do, you know, was like I would get up, get up at 4 a.m., you know, oh, go into D.C., try to get my parking. Now, it's me. It was just me. It was me, and I had one one chef that I hired because that's – well, it used to be just me in the first six months. Then I saved up a little enough to hire someone else, mm-hmm. brought them on. They ended up staying with me still to this day. They're still in my kitchens now working with me. Wow. You know, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, man. Th- uh, I think uh, yeah. that shows who your character is. Yeah. I mean, yo, hey, like shit. It shows her, man. Her name's Yanita. She's a, she's a fucking, like – Is that who you met on 420? Uh, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was in the truck with okay. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. I mean, yeah, she's my she was my right hand. She still is. She does – I mean – Without her, I wouldn't have been anything. She she did so much work. She was so reliable and dependable. But anyway, we were we were working, and uh, man, I was just trying to figure out DC. I was trying to, trying to figure out how to work the streets. You know, uh, it was a lot. Is, is, we is, all, hold on. Is there like a? Is there like a? Uh, what's it called? Isn't there? Is there like a hierarchy with food trucks in the in the city? Or as far as like, I can tell you right spots? now, as a consumer, <laughs> there's <laughs> yes. fucking clicks. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's, or I'll something like right that. Now, when you see. <laughs> When you see mass events, yeah. you see the same group of trucks always yeah. together. Whether it's at the 420 event we it's found like you at. It's like a gang of food trucks. Yeah. It really what is. They used to do, what they used to do outside of the Nats ballpark, um, the, the monthly food truck location before they put a building there. Yeah. Um, anywhere else. So if I see one truck, 
I know I'm gonna see at least one or two other trucks. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot them. of there's a lot of owners or a lot of people that are like friends with each other, or a lot of like people that own multiple trucks with different concepts. Yeah. Or there's also you know the group of truckings that's a little bit more elevated. We're trying. We got a mission. We're not just trying to make money. We're trying to make money and then some. You know, mm. we're trying to we're trying to do something. Which isn't a yeah. knock. Like, yeah, yeah. No, there's no knock. Everyone I mean, always clicks up, right? Yeah. The street yeah. meet at some point has clicks within itself. Yeah. Street meet itself. You just, just can't control it. And honestly, yeah. like in, a, in an environment like Washington, D.C., where there's just so many different food trucks and different restaurants that have their own food trucks, mm-hmm. like I feel like clicks will be, for a lot of people, like there might be a way just to kind of like survive you know because yeah because maybe one no, truck doesn't true. make it and they say yo roro i can't make this exactly here you go bro Commu- talking about community man i had a lot i mean I, I was thankful to be uh not an asshole to a lot of people so <laughs> 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 so i mean i had plenty of times yeah like that where all their owners didn't have gigs and they trusted me and they they trusted my food and they knew i could do, do you know do them a good service and represent them well enough where they would you know pass a gig to me or mm-hmm. i would do the same thing back or we you know parking Trying to, you know, and food, the food truck game, real estate's the name of the game. Where you parking, where you oh, serving. Yeah. That, yeah, okay. You know, yeah, back, that, back yeah. in the day, you know, mm-hmm. not now, but, <laughs> you know, when you're trying to give people Union Station, you know, all the popular spots, L'Enfant Plaza, like where you park on the front of the line or the back line makes the biggest difference oh, because course. that's when people see you. Mm. That's when you have, you know, you're not going to go three, four trucks deep. You know, not most people are. They're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to pick one of these three at the beginning. Yeah, I'm not right? going all the way over there. Thank yeah, God yeah, I'm not going to I'm not gonna take I, the three I extra walk, steps to go I down that whole strip. And I look at the menus and I You're the people I love, man, because that's the people I get a chance. You know, because yeah, like, I, I walk all the way down because I, I see where all the I know what it is. I see yeah. what it's like because y'all lined up facing the same direction. You got to yeah. drive the traffic. I see it. So yeah. like they got here early. What you got working with? Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Next, 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 next. <laughs> On the way back. Here you go. It's both for me as a consumer. Like I'm sure I don't know if you're ever going to get back in the trucking business. Yeah. But for me, it's like first and foremost, what's the line look like? Mm-hmm. And why is the line like that? Mm-hmm. If your menu isn't complicated and you have a long line, you got bomb food. <laughs> Either you got bomb food or you're not doing something right. Yeah, yeah. Because if your menu's not complicated, a lot, I mean, I used to work in the restaurant, like in the back end, line chefs and mm-hmm. shit like that. So a lot of it's prepared. I'm sure, like you said, waking up at 4 a.m., you're preparing your day. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're getting all your ingredients as best prepared as you get. So the last thing you have to do is either heat up or plate. Yeah. So seeing that, I've seen restaurants with a long line look at the menu. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really doesn't make sense why you have that many people there, bro. Yeah, the aesthetic of your truck, the wrap, yeah. you know, all that stuff goes into Music play. plays 100%. <laughs> oh yeah, ju- I always every Jamaican music. spot that doesn't have music, I don't <laughs> go to. Like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have this music, guy's not having fun. I don't I'm want like, this shit. Nah, man, you cooking the you cooking some of the best Caribbean food there is, and you're not enjoying it with some to some tunes. Yeah, cool. authenticity, man. Yeah. Like you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's something. I mean, that's something too. Like you gotta have. I don't know. In the food truck game, you gotta have no shame. Because I had no shame, man. I was like. If it was 20 degrees outside, I'd have a like my biggest jacket on and a beanie, and I'd stand outside in front of my truck, and I would try to get whatever people I could. I'd yell, I'd holler, you know, I'd, you know, do my whole song and dance. I, I mean, I was out there. I mean, because you're on the streets, man. Yeah, street, no, you have to. You're a street vendor, is what you are. Exactly. Yeah. We're yeah, talking yeah. about like groups or like you know levels of food trucks. There's levels of restaurants. There's levels of street vendors. You know, mm. food truck. You just in a you can be in a like on wheels instead of like directly on the curb. But I did it. Everything in between, man. I'd get out on the curb and have a little A-frame sign on there and I'd be like pointing and yelling and shake whatever I gotta <laughs> shake man. I gotta make that money come get this for life I'll show you something yeah. nice you know I ain't getting no employee benefits from that no 401k so I was I, I was living week to week man and, and the people that were on my truck I, I was providing for them I was paying mm-hmm. for them you know eventually you know thank I was very thankful man you know like, like you know 
you guys, Street Meet DC community, the, the DC community, you know, really showed out for me and really supported me. I mean, yeah, I went from from nobody and nothing with no money in my pocket to, you know, having enough to live and cover myself and love what I do and find my calling in right. life and, you know, be able to, you know, connect with people like you and make friends and make family. Like Cause I'm sure, I'm sure there's a threshold where it's like, where, where when you start, you finally start to make a little bit of money and you're like, okay, I kind of like doing this now. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before, like if you're not making any money, it's like, man, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here we <laughs> go again. I mean, no matter what, man, being in the food business, it's a labor of love. But if you yeah. got if yeah, you got I, a little bit of money I, I, to pay for your labor, it makes you love it a little bit dog, more. Because yeah. I've heard of people that like, oh yeah, I want to start a restaurant. I'm like, no, I don't no, think you understand. Don't. <laughs> I don't think you understand. That's your life yeah. from then on out. Like it's a twenty four seven three sixty five. Me and Pierre have had this conversation about like you know being you know creative, whether you're a videographer or, for, mm-hmm. or a photographer. Like yeah. yeah, a lot of people say they want to do this like yeah. full time. They want to make this their job. This shit but, sucks. Like, it's hard. The minute that you make <laughs> it your job, like there's like an extra level of commitment right there. Where it's exactly it's a labor of love. Yeah, it's like okay, this is now like your job. This is your yeah. sink or swim. You yeah. know, yeah. you're you're gonna be yeah. grinding every single day. There are gonna be days where you don't want to be fucking editing, but, but you have to. You have to. Yeah. You have to. But you and have, like you're stuck in your own home. And you're like you, you're you have the tools right there in front of you, where you you have to do the things that you have to do, and and it's 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 it, it takes a toll sometimes. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you yeah. don't want to put in that work, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't, but yeah. you have to. Yeah, but you yeah. have and, to. And that's the thing, you know. I'm glad you guys brought that up because I get people all the time. Like, you know, we talk about marketing, we talk about pictures and uh, Instagram and social media. Now, there's a difference between what you're posting and what's going on in real life. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. 100%. So people, 1,000%. Yeah, people be hitting me yeah. up and be like, oh, my God, I see you're killing it. You got lines out of the around the corner. You're, oh, you're doing oh, this. Let me show you some behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, you must be doing great. You got you got these long lines. Yeah. Okay, these long lines. Be, I have yeah, an event that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, those long lines came from blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> man. And, and, like, even in those long lines, I'm, like, in the truck, like, oh, shit, we got 100 orders today. Like, we got to get it out in two, three minutes because they got to go back to lunch and go back in their office, and they don't mm-hmm. give a shit what I'm going through what yeah. my days yeah. like no. yeah. what I've been, I mean I'm dead ass man there was one time I was in Georgetown I was in Georgetown working on Thomas doesn't seem like a fun place to be sorry <laughs> man <laughs> yeah I can't imagine being here that day <laughs> makes me very angry for some reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I mean you know it was a good spot there was like a bunch of around a bunch of offices it was a, it was a popular spot for food trucks I had parked there uh, it was, uh, you know, I killed it, you know, dead ass. I killed it. I had like, I don't know, 150 orders that day, make great money. You know, you do the math on that, like eight, $9 a ticket, $10 yeah. a ticket. You know, it was a good money day for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that's what you try to do as a truck. Like a hundred or more is like a sweet spot. That's what everybody like tries to tell you. It's like, Ooh, I did a hundred. like, Ooh, yeah. Check it <laughs> yeah. off. Right. <laughs> so, so I had a great shift that day. I'm like, all right, awesome. I went back the next week. Right. And the other trucks, obviously I could tell maybe they're a little upset. Like who's the new kid on the block? You know, who's this guy? Someone <laughs> with a big dick. <laughs> 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 Have you seen my muscles? Yeah. <laughs> no so, meat, bitch. <laughs> so, so next week, the next week, the next week, same day. You know, you try to get on a schedule as a truck. You try to get on a routine where you're going to be so people can find you. Next mm. week, I try to go to the same spot, work the same shift. Ended up someone else cut my tire on my food truck. Mm. Now, I don't know if you know, but a food truck, removing a tire from that, it's it not like It sounds like hell. Yeah, yeah it's not like a jack. be fun. It's not like I pulled a car jack out. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is my food truck jack. Like, you know, I, don't, I didn't have one of those at the time. So, like, dead ass, man. My, it was funny at, at the time, you know. Uh, you don't know, dash the shit out of a food truck. I, I, I had to call my mom, and I was like, yo, can you come and, like, bring me a couple tools? I, I literally was sitting there, got on my phone, went on to YouTube. They cut your tire. Yeah, they cut my tire. you know my, who it was? Nah, to this day, I don't. Them one star reviews, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Man, get the whole block one star reviews. <laughs> reviews like never, never found out who it was. I mean, I hung on to that for a little while. I was pissed I off bet. about it. No, dude, I'll be, I'll be pretty. I'll be, right I'll be pretty fucking pissed. Seriously, yeah. I, I, I would, I would, I would be so pissed that I would be self destructive if I'm not, if I'm being honest. 
Really? Yeah, I, and yeah. that's the thing. I, 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 I struggled around. with that, man. Yeah. I like couldn't sleep. Yeah. I was like, the next time I went there, I was eyeing everybody. Yeah. I was yeah. like, looking at yeah. Claire, you know, like that. Like, yeah. Mm, like, I, bet you was, do it. I bet you was that motherfucker down there. You seem way too happy to see me. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. It's it's it, like we talked about. It's your living. It's your it's your it's the labor of your love. You're putting your right. heart in it. And sometimes it's like somebody like scratching your sensor on your camera. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we're fighting. I'll, I'll like, break. Yeah. I'll break a forearm so fast, bro. Yeah, your heart, man. Your heart's yeah. in it. And sometimes yeah. it's erratic. You know, you're up, you're down. Yeah. It's, it's erratic. It's emotions, that, that, man. It's tough. I don't like, know if I'm angry if this is a heart attack, but we're gonna yeah. keep on going. Yeah. But it's like you're saying. It's like it's like people are seeing like the highlights of your day. Like obviously, yeah. like your food. Like I mean, with any business, there's ups and downs. So you had a really, really good day when you were up in Georgetown. But, like, you know, that's not every single fucking day. Yeah, that's So, like, not. somebody fucking slashing your tire or, like, doing something like that to fuck you up. It's like, Every shit. truck that day would have gotten it. I'm going yeah. to just end it at that. Like, <laughs> that day, every truck was getting Yeah, it. but people, you know, you know, talking about that, people ask me, you know, people look at the pictures and see, oh, my God, you won an award. You got all these lines. You make a money. You look so happy. They come and ask me, like, oh, I'm thinking about starting a food truck. And the first thing I say to them is, like, oh, you're not built for this. <laughs> I tell them. Straight about up. Disrespect. Yeah, Yo, I'm sorry. Because you remember someone telling up. you you're not built for this? Yeah, I tell them. I tell them straight out. I love you, dog, but this ain't you. Yeah, man. I, mean, I, I, I don't lie. And that's one thing I've never done in my life. I don't lie to people, man. I tell them straight up what I'm thinking or how I feel about something. People ask me, you know, they're like, oh, I, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm like, <laughs> like you really got to put your life into don't, it. Don't like, talk to me if you don't want your feelings hurt. Yeah, I'm like, I did what I did and I'm me, but you're not me. And I'm not trying to say, like, I'm better than you, but I'm trying to say, you're not like, me. It, it, like, if you're talking to me about what you think this is about and how it looks, yeah. then you're thinking wrong. You know, if you come to me and you're like, yo, I love my food, I love my culture, I love what I do, I want to share that with people. There you go. That's something I can hang on to. That's something mm-hmm. I can help. Then you it's with. like you you might have a fighting chance. It's gonna suck. Yeah. But but if you yeah. love it and you're willing to stick with it, mm-hmm. cool. That's great. But if you come to me and you tell me, oh, I'm trying to make money. You look successful. I want to start a business. See, this ain't the business for you to start. I had I had a very interesting exchange with somebody once. It was this 19 uh, year old. Um, he was just getting into the photography, videography stuff, mm-hmm. and um, he he was he said that he looked up at my um like at what I was doing, like the my Instagram account, uh, what I was doing for my old job. And he kind of like looked up to me in a weird way, which I which I thought was it was flattering, but it was like weird. So he <laughs> was like, he was like asking me, he's like, so what do I do? Like, how do I like how do I get to where you're at? I'm like, dude, first oh, of damn. all, yeah. first of all, where do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Are <laughs> These are the wrong questions. <laughs> but also, it's like like I have to like it's just one of those times where I have to be brutally honest. Like, look, dude. You're like 19. I picked up my first camera when I was 19. You're yeah. going to have to grind. Like, it's <laughs> literally just like you are going to have to experiment. You're going to have to eat shit for yeah. a good couple yep. of years. And then you'll kind of like see improvements. But like, it's just it's like you're saying, like, if you're doing this, like, you're just talking straight up money. Like, oh, I want to make this much money. I want to get these many followers. Yeah, I want to do uh, all this. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, man, you're, you're not in it for the, you're not going to last. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not in it for gonna the wrong last. reasons. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to be with it. You're going to have to have your dead Instagram account for a couple of, for a couple of years <laughs> yeah. until you get better. Yeah. And then eventually, like, you know, this might not even be a thing. Like, this platform yeah. might be dead by the time you're, you're, you're seeing, yeah. you're seeing Which growth. Which is very true. Yeah. Remember, the platforms are just a tool, people. Yeah. They're, they're just, not, a tool. They're, not they're just, the, they're not the guarantee. And it's not a measure of, of like who you are and what you're yeah, at. Don't get you're it to me. Stuff. Keep your mental health in check, man. Don't exactly. get it twisted. Don't. Actually, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Like mm. this is May. Yeah, May this is May. Is it, May second. Yeah. We're recording this. Yeah, yeah. It's the start of Mental Health Month. Roro, mm-hmm. one thing I always applaud you for is speaking up about the mental health. No, I appreciate and, that, man. Yeah. You know, that's one thing we did want to at least mention here that you know, as creatives, and I, I consider chefs as a creative. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Our medium is it, food. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Medium is food. So. If you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling 
unhappy, seek some either it's friendship help or seek professional help. I for one can speak that professional help is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I've gone th- I'm, I've only been married a year and I've already gone through marriage counseling mm-hmm. and I can say it's useful, it's mm-hmm. helpful and if I were to be honest, I'm sure that if I had a professional individual connection with the therapist, I'd be flourishing even more. Yeah. But I'm too stubborn. Yeah. I'm going to recognize it. I'm sure it's a cultural yeah. thing, too. Yeah, yeah It no, might be definitely. a cultural thing. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? As men, four men yeah. around the and table, men too? we can Shit. say that, yo, talking yeah. about your mental health ain't number one on the list of things to do, <laughs> yeah, right? All right. First of all, therapist, I ain't no bitch. But I'd be going through some shit. Yo, my feelings are hurt. Why are my feelings hurt about this? But no, like, what I feel some kind of way right now. Especially with us being like, we're all kind of, we all come from immigrant households. So it's like a thing where it's like, that doesn't exist yeah it, yeah. it does not what? it's just have, what, what's wrong with you why are yeah. you sad shake it off like you're sad on. just be happy come on what are you doing just, just go to work yeah, yeah. What, are you, what are you sad about who died yeah, who died yeah, yeah. what are you or sad like, about yeah, what's wrong you have roof over your head food exactly. on the table get out of here like that's it like you're like oh thank no. you thank for the bare minimums man like, yeah. Yeah, that's the dad yeah, yeah, yeah. i know that's your dad you got a lot of practice a lot of you got roof over your head food same vibe different language yeah right same vibe like what's wrong you know nothing I can, you're alive, ain't you? Shut the I fuck up. I think there's a generational <laughs> difference between our generation and, and our parents' generation mm-hmm. where, yes, if you had food over your head and food in your stomach, technically, yeah. you really shouldn't be worried about too much else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now that our generation recognizes, like, yeah, I can have food over my he- food in my stomach, a roof over my head. But am I happy? But, but am I happy? <laughs> yeah. Why do I still feel empty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just ate a five-course meal, but I'm still sad. I just created a masterpiece of art that got 10,000 likes on Instagram. But I still feel empty. But why do I feel empty? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, wh- mm-hmm. what is it about, you know, the, the sense of, like, longing for something that you don't know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what, you know, therapy allows you to figure out. Because then you find out what you're longing for. Mm-hmm, it could right. be someone like me. I've lost a father. It could mm-hmm. be like, yo, I miss my dad around here right now. Why yeah. am I missing out on this? Or, you know, you know, not to put business out, but like losing a parent yeah, is yeah. a hard thing to deal with, right? No, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But losing friends is a hard thing to deal with. Losing a loved one, yeah. whether it's a relationship for sex. Right. Or loss. Just general, yeah. Loss yeah. in general, it's mm-hmm. a hard thing to deal with. And in creativity, I feel like every time you put an idea out there, and it doesn't catch on like you thought. That shit hurt it. You just lost your idea. And it happens you just a gave lot. Birth <laughs> yeah, to yeah, an idea for everybody. Yeah. For everybody saying, for everybody again, going back to the whole Instagram and just highlight reels of your life and your creative work. Like what you're seeing, like for every like great like shot that I take, there's like a, there's like hundreds of shitty ones. Yeah. <laughs> and just like a bunch of concepts. You and should ideas. see what my SD card looks like versus what I edit. <laughs> and just a bunch yeah, of yeah, concepts yeah. and ideas that just fail or just don't work yeah, out. Right. Or it's just like, it just turned, it doesn't, or even worse, it, we, we work on it and it just doesn't turn out the way I expected it. Well, to. You, you know, it's like k- kind of going off of this, you know, thank you for bringing that up by the of way. Course, man. Of course. Right? Like that's, that's, that's real, real big of you to admit those things and talk about those things, especially going to therapy. You know, I go to therapy myself, man. So mm-hmm. kudos to you for, for saying that. Cause it's something you should be proud. Oh, it's something you should be proud of, you know, if you're going to therapy if, or if you're working on yourself in any way, shape or form. I mean, you know, especially for men, you know, I think like we can go to the gym and post a selfie and feel real big and tough about ourselves, but we won't tell somebody, you know, tell a <laughs> brother not working. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Always yeah, grinding. Working problems out on the weekend as usual, you know, like, yeah, shit, like, like you know, some Drake lyric caption or something. I feel like it should like, be a larger effort to start captioning, yo, what's wrong, man? What's really going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Like, like, I'm in that. the gym because I'm sad today. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but you but, know what? That I would prefer but I mean, a caption like that. Yeah. Like, I would prefer, yo, I'm in the gym because I'm sad today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Own, your, own it. You know, yeah. own your shit. Be yeah. real. Be you. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, you know, and that's the thing, like, we talk about generationally. I think our parents didn't have the, the what, 
what they don't I mean they did have their own mental health problems or their own traumas that they went through let me oh, not discredit that but yeah. I think don't the difference all? between yeah. them and us is comparison yep. they didn't have comparison they didn't have a field Ooh. to be visually yes. always you know yep. in their face yep. but us our generation yeah. we have comparison we have so much external so much this is very outward true. comparison yeah, yeah, yeah. that we all have trouble just owning ourselves and just being happy or at peace or neutral in our mm. own minds because right. there's so much always going around us you know ADD mm. ADHD yeah, is yeah. a big factor towards anxiety or towards depression that people don't connect the dot to mm. or psychiatrists or therapists don't like revert like don't delve into it's not you know you're depressed and you're anxious because of your traumas and stuff but maybe also because of our attention and because of our, our minds the way we've been trained yeah like our, our attention span is a minute now yeah you know it's we're like being, we're being pulled in so many directions IG Facebook my TV my Netflix my HBO my calls Bro. my computer my no, like, you know you know, one thing I pride myself on internally, and this is like a little glimpse into my, health, my mental health of it, when I Sunday morning when I wake up and this is your weekly report, if that shit says I'm down more than 5%, I take that as a personal win. Because I'm no longer on your phone? On my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. On my yeah. personal phone. Like I'm on the computer all the time. That's what my job consists of. Yeah. But when my personal device says you've, you're decreased by X amount from your looking, looking at your phone, it's like, you know what? You're right. I've gone through my Instagram, my social media. I'm like, what am I following that is giving me. That comparison. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I stopped following all the travel blogs because early on my living in DC, I'm like, yo, this is a perfect place to travel out of. I'm yeah. become a travel photographer. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. And you're sure. not. And then you're not. And you're not. I'm still following all these assholes, right? That imposter syndrome. It's that imposter syndrome you have. With and yourself. I have that a lot of times. Yeah. I will admit no, that. I always recognize when I'm like, why am I upset about this? Yeah. Oh, because you know what? I don't feel like I'm worthy of what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. like, it's the it's the rat race. The rat race never went away. It just got closer and closer to us. Mm -hmm. It got more. Yeah. It got more it's compact. Yeah, it yeah. got it's in, in our, our phone. All the time. You know, because like our parents were the rat race to them was the getting to America, <laughs> getting getting a job <laughs> yes. that yeah. paid yes. them a yep. check every uh, week consistently, yeah. yep. then climbing up in that company. Mm -hmm. Now for us. A little bit similar, but way diversified. It's mm. everything. There's anything so you want. Yeah. There's so many different things. You anything can do you want to be, yeah. there's someone better than you at it. You know, and it's like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> I'm gonna watch them and see them. Yeah. They're really want to do this shit, man. Fuck yeah. it. But sometimes that's a pill to swallow. Yes, yeah. There's always gonna be someone better than yeah. you. Mm -hmm. And I took the first time I swallowed that pill was in a relationship with women. Mm -hmm. So I was like, there's always gonna be a guy hotter than me. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I'm 34. I got the dad bar going hard. I'm working on it. Wait, you I, know what I'm saying? I don't but like I recognize that there's always going to be something better. It's like when you fall in love with someone, like I can remember in my twenties, I had girlfriends and all that, but I'm always like, damn, but that girl's bad too. I gotta have that too. <laughs> it's a fear of missing out, I think is is a big one, especially with mm -hmm. social media, that really drives people into like a very bad place. Yeah. But it's also you know, damn, am I worthy of this fine chick? I can only find out if I bag that fine chick. Yeah. Like I'm, I, <laughs> your validation I, and your worth yeah. is right. now yeah, like yeah. always skewed and always evolving mm -hmm. and different. And it's yeah. tough to keep up with that or to like, you know, like you said, like, like find yourself and find like, what is it that you do want? You know, everybody's telling you what you want. Everybody's telling me, telling you what you're supposed to be. But like for you to take the time to do that, you're fighting against so many systems. And I think that's something I even went through culinary wise. You know, my father, you know, a little personal note, my father, me and him don't have the greatest relationship in the world. It's definitely evolved and gotten better as I've gotten older, as I've worked in the industry, the same industry as him a little bit more. I understand the stresses and stuff. But when I was younger, man, me and him were, you know, were north and south, man. So we were complete opposites. And I always, I, that's what took me so long to come to food. You know, why I tried to do football, why I tried to go to school and learn something else. Because right. I was always fighting the American dream 
dream my parents were pressing on me. Oh, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be this or that. And I was like, I don't know what the hell I want to be. Right. I don't know, but I know I like a bunch of different things. So let me fucking take the time to figure it out. But at the same time, I got to graduate high school, get into a college, go to college, right, yeah. right. keep you happy, yeah. you know, do this, do that. Graduate college. There's so much, there's, there's yeah. so much, there's just so much pressure in that situation for yeah. a lot of people. And it still drives me crazy. To this yeah, yeah. Even like, yeah, like, I mean, we all come from immigrant families mm-hmm. and shit. So but the fact that, that you had to tell 20 year old, like me, 20 year old me, like <laughs> I, I went, I, I remember like, what, I, I don't know if this is one of the best things that I did or what, but I remember like after high school, I immediately started working. Mm-hmm. Main reason is because I just wanted to make some more money. Yeah. Right. But like also I was like, I just didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Right. Like, 18 years old. I was fucking up. Yeah. I was <laughs> fucking up. And there it, should be an automatic and like, happier. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I totally agree yeah. with that. And then like, even, even like two years later when I do decide to go back to school to go, to go to college and I have to like start picking majors and shit. And I was like, I still don't know what the hell I want to do. I still, but I'm seeing like all my, well, you peers. got that debt though. <laughs> that debt Regardless. And now like, seven, and now man. it's like you, you're, but a lot of people are in that situation when you're young, you're looking at yeah. your peers, you're looking at what they're doing and you're comparing yourself at, the, at your age oh, man, to what remember, they're doing. Yeah. I remember and I'm just when like, I was younger and I saw a bunch of, a bunch of my friends go to college. I was like, damn, I should have went to college. Fuck. And it you. makes you feel bad. It makes you question yourself. Yeah. It makes I, you feel depressed. I'll, just, like, what I'll be honest. I feel like even at my age, I still look at my peers and like, I measure myself against my peers. There's some peers right now that are doing way worse than me. Yeah. And it makes me feel humbled about where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. But then, no, 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 I would sure. hope so. I mean, yeah, 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 right. That's what I'm saying. Like, but then I see peers my age, if not peers a little bit younger than me, doing other things, and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be so humble about where I'm at. Yeah. Like, fuck where I'm at. But, it's, but it's, I'm it's, also, I got, like you said, you got to live in that moment and realize I'm married. Yeah. I have a career. I have friends that are in creative places. Right. There's yeah. a lot of positive. Yes. And, I, you know, yeah, you miss we, we happen to be cool at the mm-hmm. same time. At you know? the same yeah. time. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. Yeah, we, you know what? Street meat, street meat. We'll admit we can be assholes at times, yeah. but it's not like it's not deserved. <laughs> no, yeah. We're not assholes to people without We reason. do it to humble yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the thing. It's, more, it's like as you get older, as, as you live more life and have more experiences, it's creating a greater mindfulness about yourself and your triggers and what you know puts you in a good place, it puts you in a bad place. Like having perspective. Like you, you said like five minutes ago, you said, "Oh, there's always people doing uh, better than me." But like, what if we, what if we consistently change that? To, it's always people doing worse. Like there's people out there doing worse than me. Right. Because then you focus on what you do have, like you're mm-hmm. saying now, mm-hmm. instead of what you don't have. And what mm-hmm. you don't have will drive you crazy. Oh, which fuck. you do, you know. Hell yeah. It, but <laughs> hopefully, if if you can, if you're strong enough, if you have the mental fortitude, let it motivate you. That's what I mean. That's me. Mm-hmm. I'm a negative reinforcement kind of guy. I'm mm-hmm. like grew up in that culture, grew up in that way. You know, football coaches yelling at me, me Arab, yeah, like foreign parents yeah, yelling at us and shit. Saying. Like, you got an A minus, I need an A plus. Like, fuck, like, you smart That bar, that bar is constantly moving up and up and yeah. up and up. Be like, did you get A pluses? Nah, but like, I'm gonna throw it at you, and then now my trauma, now my expectations yeah, are on yeah, you, yeah. and then you're trying to process those and deal with those. So that's the thing, you know. So we, we talk about this is Mental Health uh, Awareness Month, May. You know, I've always been a big advocate for mental health, but like, kind of full circle here with the, talking about community. You know, that's something. I uh, I struggle with you know I, I live with my depression I, I have uh, low grade depression that's constant I don't have like seasonal you know there's different kinds of depression there's yeah. bipolar etc so there's different kinds of depression different yeah. kinds of mental illnesses that people have there you know they're, it's very tough to define a lot of them it's very uh, tough to understand a lot of them or to be able to express them so you I know the expression part what, so hardest. what's what's a, yeah. what's a what's what's a good way to combat that like the like what what's be, besides besides taking pills or anything like that well, like what's a what's a good starting point to at least um try to make yourself feel a little better when when you, when you have any kind of depression like what is there like any any is there anything that you've learned so far to to like help combat that or or 
combat it? Uh, I mean, there's no real answer. I think, I think, uh, for me personally, I just speak, you know, I'm speaking for myself here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, my, a little bit, of, you know, a little, uh, you know, we skipped, I skip over it usually, but you know, I don't like to be a downer, but like when I was in, co- I dropped out of college. So me when too. I, when, yeah. When I was working, when I was working, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was <laughs> point at me right away. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Pierre. <laughs> yeah. It took me like nine years to get my degree. Really? Yeah. No, good. For, you got it though, right? Yeah. Good, oh, good for you. I still me, ain't got mine. It doesn't matter <laughs> because look what you're at now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I always advocate that your college is not for everybody. Yeah. Sometimes being a self-started entrepreneur like yeah, yourself yeah. is the route. Sometimes for me, taking nine years to figure out where I want to excel within the current American corporate Or college structure. isn't necessarily 18 to 22. It's right. Why does it have to be when you're at that age, you're right. so young and like learning and evolving, or, why you have to go to school then? Or, or you could be like Aaron, one of the co-founders of Street Meat. Yeah. He, he vacated, he went to college, it didn't work he out for him. went to trade school. then he went to trade school and now my man is married, he got yeah. a daughter, he got a home, he yeah. has yeah. an actual yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's living good. well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he did for himself what the American prescribed route was, the, was yeah. not to do. And listen, you say the American dream, you are the American dream because you took what was Entrepreneur. prescribed to you. Yeah. But look at you now, man. You've, you've, you went from concept to success to closing the chapter because you sold the truck, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good thing that you closed chapters in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You don't necessarily you, need to keep running them for, you know, whatever. Right, for like, life yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Running Just a food like, truck for the rest of your, your life. Point, like, yeah. like, you got it. You, <laughs> know? you got an award for it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. showed that you did what you wanted to do with it. And here you are in your new endeavor where you're with another partner and mm-hmm. you're doing another idea all around the idea of food. And that's part of the fulfillment part. But I'm yeah. sure there are days in the kitchen, you open your phone, you say, yo, they cooking up some fire over there. Just yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I look at my phone, yo, that's some fire-ass photos. What am I not doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's tough like that. But like back to what we were talking about, like with mental health, man, it's uh, the conversations like we're doing today. Yeah. We're having a conversation. That's where you start. That's, right. that's, my, that's, my, that's my kryptonite to all mental illnesses. Talk. Talk mm-hmm. about it. Talk about how you're feeling, man. It, it's building that bridge to kind of like a, a to an understanding. Like yeah. from from what I've from the experience that I've had with people who are dealing with some severe mental issues or whatever it is, um, it's really there. Really is no like clear cut answer or route no. to yeah. to like there is no fixing. Yeah, this. there's there's no prescription. There's and I no think that's plan the wrong, and that's the for wrong, everybody. And that's the wrong mentality to approach that kind of thing. Like, yeah. Oh, like oh, they got a problem. Like, we gotta we gotta help them kind of fix this. We gotta right. cure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like for me, like when I was when I was in school, man, I like I don't know, I was going through a lot of trauma. I was going through a lot of things. My parents got divorced. My grandmother, who like you know came over from Lebanon and lived with me since I was born, like in the same room, like passed away. So I lost someone very close to me. I was going through stress. I was playing college football, coaches, training. Yeah, I had to keep on lot. top of school. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a, I had <laughs> yeah. a girl girl trouble, and and I, I cracked, man. I cracked. I just you know like we talk about being in that age or being in that and like 18, 19, 20, and now let me let me throw you in this box. Where you gotta like report for duty every single day, basically work like an old, like an old underpaid full time job, plus <laughs> plus Not you know paid. I was about to say yeah. under, underpaid yeah plus <laughs> you were getting paid <laughs> yeah plus you know plus alcohol and drugs influencing you and around All you and time. parties yeah. social uh, pressures and etc. So I crack man I, I I definitely you know I had a, I had a I had a, uh, a low point in my life I you know I was uh, you know drug abuse substance abuse you know I ended up uh, you know I'm a suicide survivor uh, so I ended up going to rehab thank you for still being here bro yeah no, like still here man That's hey, a lot up. of people who survive that don't get to hear that but yo thank you for still no, being here i appreciate here. that like man shit. so you know and it was and, it, and like and through that man it was uh, i went to you know went to rehab went to the clinics did the therapy and the counseling and through all that 
I still, like, I didn't come out the other side and I was like, I'm good. I'm ready. Like, I feel so much better. Like they had me on medication. You know, I was taking all kinds of pills and stuff. They were prescribing me and I was like, "Ah, ah, great. And I felt good. I felt better about myself for like a week or two, but then I started coming back down because I don't know, like at that point in my life. And I still think the same thing now, no matter what, no matter what you're struggling with, what you're going through, understand you're on a journey. That journey has no no no, no end date for you that you know of. Right. You know, of. so you know you know your start date, right? Yeah. But you don't yeah. know the end date. So you have to have that, that that patience with yourself and that that mindfulness with yourself that your life is still tomorrow, is still tomorrow, the next day, the next day. So what you're in now, live in the present, live in that moment, but also keep perspective and understanding that there is a tomorrow and a next day that you get to have. And I didn't have that, you know, at that point in my life when we're younger, I guess, you know, we're more closed minded. We're more tunnel vision. It's like very like, you know, when, when we get dumped by a girl or, you know, break up, oh, somebody, like, the whole uh, world, uh, the whole world yeah. breaks down on us. Right. And, and yeah, I, it, you know, and it get it. It's like funny too. Cause you know, like I said, I got a younger sister and we're like 10 years apart, 11 years apart. So it's like, I kind of have this dichotomy with myself where like I'm her father slash brother because uh, I've seen, you know, right. I've, I've changed her diapers. I've fed her. Mm-hmm. I've seen her grow up, mm-hmm. gotten protected when she's had a boyfriend etc right. so it's like i see her in that kind of mindset as she's younger and as i've been older i've been able to kind of escape that that narrow tunnel vision mindset and yeah. experience more things in life that challenged me and, and that and, and, broke and, but, me and but built it's me also back up. like the pressure of being so like double back a little bit you're mm-hmm. the oldest in the uh, yep. yeah yeah so you're the oldest so i was right? a, i was a, yeah i was an only kid for a long long time exactly so mm-hmm. you're going through a lot of these experiences but you don't have the perspective especially being an immigrant uh, yeah an immigrant child where mm-hmm. it's like like a lot of people, especially if you're, you know, if your parents are American, you guys can kind of relate. Even if you're like the oldest, you might be able mm-hmm. to relate to some experiences your dad went through, your mom. Yeah. But like for for instance, for us, we don't have that luxury. Yeah. But like when you have like a younger sibling, especially somebody so far removed, like ten years younger, like you said, and you yeah. kind of grow up and you see them going through those stages, like you can guide them through that. Yeah. But you never had that guidance yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like for like for me, instance, like instantly, it's like it's it's one of those things where it's like I've always felt like you have that lone wolf syndrome where you yeah. have that, like, I have to kind of like kill to eat. You have mentality. to carry the weight. You have yeah. to put it on your back. And that's kind of that, that, uh, foreign trauma that yeah. I believe a lot of us have is sure. from our parents. 100%. It's like, be tough, be yeah. hard, do the shit you need yeah. to do, get it done. Stop making excuses. Yeah. Like that's the thing. When I dropped out of college, man, put on your batteries. Like our people say, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> I, I heard that. that was, literally, that was my dad's monster. Yeah. That yeah. was my dad. But put the my, batteries I, I remember I got in trouble in school one time, and he's like, and he took me. To, I I can't remember what the situation was, but I, I got in trouble in school a lot, and he took me. To, he had he had to go there. My dad, of all people, had to go there for a, like a conference or parent teacher conference yeah, kind yeah. of thing. After we were done, he's that's exactly what he said. He's like, "Put the las pilas." It's one of those things. It's ingrained, especially as like sons. As yeah. sons, like it's ingrained in us so much. I remember when my dad passed away, it was like such a big thing for me. It was like shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like having a lot of issues at the time, just being like a shitty teenager. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And that's Luis, a shitty teenager. <laughs> Honestly, it's like Roro being a bouncer. You just don't see it. You guys I don't are see so, it either. Like, you guys are, I don't want to use the word pure hearted because we all have our stains in between yeah. each other. So, but you guys are so kind-hearted i could see it in who you are the way you react to things and you, you i've seen you mad at me but you were never mean to me you were mad yeah. at me but you were so kind about it i i can only imagine you being in the club yo you gotta go dog yo i love the fit but yo man you gotta get the fuck out you gotta you get know? the fuck out dog yeah. hey it's just like, you got that drip i don't mean to interrupt what you said because you're making yeah. a real point about losing a father at a you know after having your young age being tumultuous with him at yeah. a certain point 
Yeah, no, but it's like you said, it's like a, like Bro pointed out earlier, it's like a journey. It's like there's a start point to everything. Mm-hmm. But I think like having that mentality ingrained with you as a kid, like, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to like start working right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Like I started working because I felt like I had to. Yeah. Like I have to be like I didn't have a family or anything. I had like a like a relationship that was going on for a while, but that was I, pretty yeah. much it. But it, I felt like I needed to be a provider of some kind. I felt like I needed to be because that weight's been on you since yeah. you were a kid, man. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. If it's psychologically up, mm-hmm. sub, un, uh, like mm-hmm. subconsciously, yeah. it's been pressed upon us since yeah. we even were young, like, and that carries through your twenties. Like, yeah. Even now, like I have to catch myself, like like or I'm like shit. I gotta like I'm. Hold on, the standard is eighty hours a week or forty yeah. hours a week. That's the standard here. Yeah. Hold on. Why am I doing all this? Yeah. I want you to have more than me. I want you to be better than me. I want you to this. But it's like, what if I don't? What if I don't want to be better than you? What if I don't want to be See, richer than you? There, there, or, uh, that why do I mentality have is something I fought off at an early age because in my head I was like, I don't ever want to have to instill that you got to be better than me. It means that I'm setting my life standard mm-hmm. to your Life, your expectations, but you got to understand. You want me to beat them, adult. you you're want me to beat them, but they're your expectations. Yes. But it's what's crazy is because I recognize that I'm looking at my life, looking at the shit I did in my tw- my, my teens, my twenties, and like my late twenties, and even now in my early thirties, the shit I'm doing now. Yo, I wouldn't ever want to put that on another kid. Like, yo, hey, if I really were to meet my child at the age of eighteen, like let's yeah. say I time travel at the age of thirty-four and meet my child at the age of eighteen. There's nothing I could tell that person to say, yo, you got to be like that person who made yeah, me in his yeah. 50s now telling mm-hmm. you got to you got to be better than me. Yeah. Cuz I'll tell you right now at the age of 18, I wasn't doing shit. Yeah. At the age of 26, I was barely getting shit done. Yeah. And between 18 and 26, those what is it, 8 years? Yeah. I did a lot of bad things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, totally. off record, a lot of you guys know, I don't think you've known. Well, it's not off record. We're on the podcast. But. Well, no, yeah. no, what I say, off record Pierre knows a lot about my early life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That it's like you did all that? Like, I can make punchlines and shit in their personal lives, but, like, I've put my body on the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've done some wild shit in my life. I don't ever want to tell my offspring, you got to do better than me. Because yeah. what if my kid grows up to be the number one grossing Pornhub person, <laughs> right? Yeah. There's no way in ever in my life that I can say, yo, that's a bad yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know what? Other people will. Yeah. 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 Somebody else will. will. Someone will tell them that sway, you smoke too much, you drink too much, you swear too much, you know, you look at porn too much. That's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Th- this is true. No, this it's true. very this true. true shit. Yeah, it's very true. Because like I'm being no. very open. No, no, yeah. I know. That's why I'm. The, I'm, I'm just. I, I laugh because. Uh, I'm sure uh, a lot uh, of it reflects on yourself <laughs> when you think about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, yeah. But like, why would we put that pressure on our children? Because we recognize what our parents put on us. Yeah, like yeah. You said, Don't pass you ha- that you trauma ha- forward. Like you said, Luis, you cycle. have to provide. You got to stop the cycle. You have to do this. You have like to start said, a construction business. Your that's dad, that's your the dad main said, Hispanic what thing. What are you complaining about? <laughs> or I want you to take over the business. Or, do <laughs> or yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Or like, what are you complaining about? You got food in your stomach and a roof yeah. over your head. You got bare minimums. Relax. Yeah. What, are you like, do, yeah. what are you worried about? <laughs> I want my life to be more than bare minimum. You know. I'm worried about this this one supposed experience I'm living being good for me. Because people don't survive on the tenth. Yeah. People don't see that the fact is there's more. There's tomorrow. People yeah. don't see tomorrow at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like and yeah, we've all, and I, you know, I've been there. I've been there in that in that mindset where you don't where you don't think there is better or you don't think there's a way out. And that's the thing. That's the thing with mental illness that 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 uh, unfortunately uh, is its is its strength. It makes mm-hmm. you feel alone. It makes you feel crazy. 
makes it feel like no one else understands you. And when you're in that loneliness and when you're in it's that like darkness or that, yeah, that part in your life, you're, you, it's, it, it's hard because you're like, how do I escape this like dark box that I'm in? I can't see the door. I right. can't see the way out. I can't see the light switch. Mm-hmm. No one, no, I'm yelling and no one's responding to me. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, and that's the thing we I talk about, like you asked me, like, what, what's the way, what's the way to combat this? What's the way to fight this conversation? Community. Converse. Make yourself like, that's the thing, man. When, you know, I came off, I came off my struggles and my stuff. And, you know, I still go through them to this day. Uh, you know, I was in a good place in my life from like, you know, 26 to 29. My mom got diagnosed with stage four breast cancer when I was 29. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, well, she got diagnosed when I was 27. It went away, came back when I was 29, when I won best food truck, etc. Mm-hmm. People ask me, oh, like, why'd you, why'd you get rid of the truck? Yada, yada. It's because of her. Mm-hmm. I, I just, that, that chapter in my life was something that I like, you know, she passed away January, 2020. So she passed away last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going through that, you know, you, a couple of the people here, you guys experience with loss, you know, it, it breaks you. It takes something from you. It, it puts a hole in, puts a hole in you that no it's one and nothing I mean, will ever it, fix. Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing will ever replace. And, you know, that's why I, I, I closed that chapter. I closed that truck was for my mental health, despite as, as positive and as mentally strong as I look or as I appear or as I try to, you know, be most times. I, I, I deal with my demons every day and I got, you know, I got more of them as I get older and, you know, and, you know, that's a real, that's the realest thing ever, man. <laughs> like that you get, you, you gain more as you get older, dog. Yeah, But you just, you know, that's the thing. You, you try to learn to get better at dealing with them. You know, like mm-hmm. when I was, so when I was, you know, uh, post rehab going through counseling and therapy, I was on it. I stayed with therapy for like a couple more years. Then I stopped. Mm-hmm. Then I went like a couple years later after I broke up with a girlfriend or something, had some heartbreak. I went into a therapist and talked to him again. Mm-hmm. Then, like, since, like, 26, I, I ain't gone to one. But then my mom passed away last year. I've been going to one since again. You know, it took me a while. I felt... Yeah, let's norm... Like, we need to normalize therapy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of... Especially, like, for for mm-hmm. coming from immigrant families, like... It like it's not normalized. It, yeah. Like our our parents have a lot of fucking trauma. Yeah, yeah. They they truly Yo, do. I hear that some they pass my, on. I hear some yeah. of my mom and her siblings tell stories about the way their parents raised them. Yeah. And like when I was younger, I'd laugh because they tell them very funny. Right. But now that I'm older and yeah, I, I was like, and Yo, I that's replay fucked those up. stories in my head, I'm like. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Here's what one. you went through. So here's yeah. one. No wonder I. Went you don't know them until you get older. No, right. like yeah. when yeah. you get older, they yeah. finally yeah. drop it on but you, then, and you're like, the, the shit. Crazy part, the crazy part is, I then see why my my parents. You understand more. Un- and yeah. no, the crazy, no one ever prepares us, mm-hmm. like children mm-hmm. of parents, and maybe especially immigrant parents, yeah. is mm-hmm. one day you're gonna grow up, and one day there's gonna be a mental switch where you don't see your parents as parents They're anymore. They're people. Right. They're, They're people. Right, right. And they never turn that switch off and recognize you as mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. And I think that's part of those, you have to provide. You have to do this. You have to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Why am I always giving you advice? Yeah. Because you still see me as a son. I'm fucking 34. <laughs> recognize I'm me a as a grown-ass man. man. <laughs> I bust a nut on this kitchen table if I wanted to. Yeah. You want me to make a scene and shit? You know well, I, I wouldn't do all that, but yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I don't give a fuck. I see the sentiment. You've already seen it. That was bigger than works. <laughs> but, but yes, no, no one, no one prepares you to be able to like, and, and you know, you know, your mom passed away. I, and I will say this: aside from everything that we've talked about, when you got up to speak about your mom that day, because you know, I came by to show support and all that, there was a poison you that I saw who Roro really was. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You were honoring your mother, but also showing the strength you have as an individual. Mm-hmm. You know, cause unfortunately, that was the first time I met your wife. And it was yeah, a yeah. Bad situation. No, 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 I appreciate but you like, coming, man. I'll never of forget course, that. you know. No, and honestly, it's like, yeah. how could I not? Yeah. Yo, you've supported us mm-hmm. 
this is the most important part of your life. Somebody from the team had to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't just Sway there. No, this was me, me representing yeah, yeah. the hundreds of people who come every weekend mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck we do shit to say, hey, Roro, yo, right now, everyone's here with you. You know, people live their own battles. Yeah, 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 but in that one moment when you stood up there to say the things that you said, I was like, hey, I walked out of there. I called my mom. I called my oh, grandmother. Man, nice. I, called, I called everybody on the drive home. Obviously, I called my wife first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I called her first. Like, hey, shout I'm out to I'm wives. Shout out to wives. Yeah, shout out to wives. <laughs> hey, shout out to wives dealing with us, right? Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got a lot like, of It looks good it. on the internet, but yeah. believe me, my wives, my wives are fed up with us. <laughs> they still love us, hopefully. Yeah, right. But like, I got to tell you, like that was the moment where I said, yo, that's what a man does. Mm-hmm. The man faces the hardest point of his life and stands up and says... The, the things to because I'm not gonna lie, man. When I got there, I was not dressed according. Everybody was wearing black and all that. I was wearing khaki. I was like, "This is a celebration of life." I'm hoping, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying like, I'm I'm bringing colorful flowers. I'm bringing a colorful outfit, but I'm gonna stand in the back anyway. No, no you, you look know? good, man. I remember. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate that. You look man, straight. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted. I didn't want to add to like the the unfortunate situation of what it was. Yeah, yeah. But the truth is, you flourished as a man. Ain't nobody supposed to flourish in a situation like that. Oh, but you because like from an outside that, perspective, like I couldn't stand there when my dad passed away. I didn't give no speech when my dad died. Yeah. I sat there, we did the ceremony, I said thank you everybody. We went to dinner and at dinner we told jokes cuz at that point it's 8 after after the 8 hours after the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can converse about the person mm-hmm. you were honoring. Mm-hmm. You did it in the moment. Oh, man, and that's something I realized in therapy is I don't have the ability to 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 take in information and respond evenly. That's the yeah, word I'm yeah, using. Yeah. I always have to be on the top. Yeah, yeah. So if my wife and I get in an argument, I say, "Hey, I can't talk right now, but I'm gonna get back to you." Yeah. And in a situation like that, I would have been like, "I don't have nothing to say. If you know me personally, you just come talk to me later." Right. You stood up and you said everything you had to say about your mother, everything you had to say about everyone being there, and I was like, "Yo." Hats off to you, yeah, and thanks, always man. forever, hats off it, to you, bro. Because Thank you, man. what you stand for, a lot of people in my life has ne- haven't ever stood up for that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, I'm sure, maybe in your life haven't stood up for that. Not to speak for you guys, but I can just say that, yo, Roro, honestly, in this community, at least with at this, at this table, yeah, yeah. you are an inspiration to people. Oh, man, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Shit, like, shit, man, yo, because you were always nice. open about who you were. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, if I were to open up to the community about who I am, <laughs> a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Yeah. You know, and I don't know. If this man has problems. Damn, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Because like, because yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. at the end, it's that that outside perspective about why we're on our phones, why we're yeah, looking yeah, at what yeah. people are doing. Because now people are gonna say things, and I'm gonna be self conscious. Like, yo, are they talking about me? Because I shared that, right? <laughs> and truth be told, they're not. They never talking about you unless they at you. Yeah, and, th- and that's simple as that. They never thing about you unless they at you, right? As like as honest and as blunt as I can be about it, like that's you know like a strength. I've never never given a fuck whatever I mean, anybody thinks about me. You know, I've just been like, this is me. This is who I am. You can take it or leave it. You know, that's why it's like, you know, a lot of people get it twisted. Like nowadays, like, oh, you're doing this for clout. Like I never did the Instagram thing for any reason other than just to share. <laughs> just to like, it was my uh, a dead ass when Instagram yeah. started. And it, I like, I had like two followers that were like my, my roommate and my, like my, you know, my, my girlfriend. Shout out to the real ones. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> and, and it wasn't anything to me when I looked at it. I was like, it's a way to capture memories or right. to share or to connect with people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, you know, kind of dating myself, you know, hey, I am MySpace. Shout out to you know, AIM. Yeah, you know, those those were like, bro. I was kicking game nah. on AIM. Those, that, those are you ways you can mail. connect with people. You know, we talk about we talk about it again, like kind of the central three, the central theme. You know, community. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that. That's what I've always been about is being able to provide my community of my experiences because I know other people in their communities with their experiences can connect and hopefully, like especially you know, talking about mental health. You know, 
being six four, being a man with you know, I guess masculine identity traits, right. you know, and tendencies like that in my life and in my story. Mm-hmm. You know, I know like okay, the dude at the gym, I can talk to him about lifting, about sports, but I can also hopefully talk to him and be like, yo, man, you look like you're having some trouble today. Right. Like what's going on? You're, like, you're you seem, all right. Yeah. You seem tense. You seem on yeah. edge. Like mm-hmm. like other people are gonna look at you and be like, yo, that man has got an anger problem. But mm-hmm. really, what does he have? And yeah. What no, is he going? It's through? not an anger thing. Don't it's dismiss like, yeah. somebody yeah. because of their issues. Un- choose to like. Why you know, is an asshole an asshole? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah basically, like that's <laughs> yeah. the way I've always <laughs> called myself. Amen. Yeah. I, I'm an asshole because I'm an asshole. Yeah. Because I also got things I don't want to share. Yeah. Like I appreciate you telling me. Yeah. You told me like you know I'm a nice guy. I seem calm. Like I consider myself an asshole just because <laughs> I've had, you know, I've always You've been, been pushed to the end of your fuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've always, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, but I'm like always honest and some people can't take that and they'll mm-hmm. call me an asshole about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, even to my wife, my wife's like, Oh, you're a good person. I'm like, yeah, you know, I like to think I'm a Thank good, God you where? Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, <laughs> where? I don't think so. But I'm like, you know, I think, you know, I think I'm just honest and blunt about things. But right. at the end of the day, yeah, I do. I, I care. No, I care about about life, period, and I care about you know having a good one, period. So I know like I need I need like, it's like I always tell people like it's an exchange of energy, mm-hmm. you know, from my food to when I talk to people about mental health. It's I know if I post something or say something about it, there is at least at least on God, there's at least one person out there who's gonna read it and think to themselves, "Hey, man, I kind of felt a little bit like you know sad last week, a little, little bit down on myself." Mm-hmm. And, you know, damn, this dude talking about it. Like, maybe, maybe I might like, you know, next time I talk to my friend, you know, yeah. I might say something to him. Right. You know, and I hope it's like that spark. I just hope yeah. that all the darkness in my life was worth something. You know, I tell my sister, I'm like, you know, after our mom passed away, and my sister's had her own truck. She has an autoimmune disease. She's always lived with, so she has her own stuff she's dealt with. And I always tell her, you know, something I always tell her, I was like, don't let your sad story just be a sad story. Right. Have a sad part to your story. That's have human. Li- Everybody's got sad the be- parts. The best yeah. part of stories have sad but, parts. Yeah, yeah, but it's have a happy ending. You know, yeah. you earn that you deserve that right don't right. ever let don't ever like don't focus so much on the negativity that you weigh yourself down you shackle and chain and put a big block behind yeah. you where you're never going to go forward because like we talked like when i talk about like having that tomorrow like it, it living is hard man it living is. life is a <laughs> fucking bitch yeah, everyone it think it's easy <laughs> everyone think with social media like oh i can just look at life no man like uh. that's that's the separation that's the comparison that we all struggle with now mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. we got to remember that our biggest and our greatest gift in the world whatever you believe in if you're from the universe or if you're from a god, you know what you have is your life. That's your you're gift. You're saying that, by the yeah. way. You know, yeah. I appreciate the way you said that. Yeah. Whether you're from the universe or you have a god, because I think that also parts. I think people feel either familial, universal aspects, yeah. or religious aspects, forcing some of this this negative connotation to self. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you mentioning that like that. And. That's all I want to say. My bad. Yeah. I, I, was no, like, I thought know. I had some extra to say. No, no. I, I just want to say. But that, that's what, that's yeah, what but it, it, it truly is. What it, I mean that's. When 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 people when people go through things right like they they don't fully know how to go through those things but a lot of people just kind of just go through it and say okay well that was a bad day yeah and then, and then you a lot of people have that mentality is like well tomorrow's gonna be another day fuck it yeah you know and then there are some people that are depressed that just don't think that way it's like nah well nah fuck this shit yeah I, I like to think I like to take a, what you said a little bit earlier mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow there's always gonna be a tomorrow yeah. Let tomorrow be tomorrow. Yeah. Don't don't force tomorrow to be the day that you climb up. Yeah. Don't let tomorrow be the day that you go down. Yeah. Let tomorrow be the day you experience. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, I you know, in my family there have been mental health issues as well, mm-hmm. whether it's from self cutting or from bulimia or from just other things that were impressed on them. Mm-hmm. You know, they've always told me I just look to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I go, what happened tomorrow? 
oh, it sucked, but at least I had that tomorrow. So mm. just let that tomorrow be that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And when you get to tomorrow, now it's today. Yeah. And then do tomorrow's gonna can. be tomorrow again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and do what you can. Do what you can today, and let tomorrow be tomorrow. Yeah. Easier said than done. Always. But don't build more pressure Always. on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like you're creating more stress and more tension for yourself when it's just like, yo, I'm gonna focus on this moment today, mm-hmm. right now. Oh, me, you know, you. doing what I'm doing, living my life, and then that helps you get through the day a lot easier in my experience, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, I still have my, my moments and my, 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 my downfalls and my, my dark days, but it's like just having, there's just work. And that's the thing too. It's like, as you know, speaking about men, speaking about our masculinity or, you know, our aesthetic or our stereotypes and our stigma for people, like we don't have to be strong. You don't got to lift 300 pounds. You don't got to do nothing. All right. Like, you know, it's, it's not about, it's not about just strengthening yourself in all these other areas, but also take the time to make yourself, you know, internally stronger, you know, mentally stronger. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, you have so many. Why tools not? That, yeah. Right? You have so yeah, many like, tools why at not? your disposal like, the, today. Yeah. It's like, yeah. stop being just fucking one dimensional, man. Right. Like, be OK with like, yo, I can be like that dude, go to the club and be like this. But then when I'm home, yeah, I want to read a book. And yeah, I want to crack open a bottle of wine. Yeah. Like, why the fuck not? I like that shit, too. Just be <laughs> proud of that. Be proud of who you are. It's yeah. one of those things like I've always I've always told people, like one of the things that you can really do to like really be happy with your like is you. I don't want to be that that guy who says like, "Oh, you can change yourself. You can do this. You can do that." Like every buy day my like, book. Exactly. <laughs> but one of the things I, I really do strongly believe is like you don't have to kind of like pigeonhole yourself to where you are today. Yeah. You know, one of the best things I've ever done in my life, honestly, was go back to doing like sports athletics. Like when I went yeah. back to, to training, because mm-hmm. I used to do I used to do a lot of like wrestling back in high school, and I had this kind of camaraderie of group of like friends and stuff. And I think that's one of the kind of like things that kind of set me down a path of just like doing like a bunch of dumb shit was when I left that, you know, Mm. I didn't have that social group, like group of friends who were with you grinding with you every single day. And I remember it was like, actually, it was like not not even that long after I linked up with Street Meat, where I decided like, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to sign up not to a gym, but I'm going to sign up to like a a martial community. And it's again, it's like searching for that community, Mm -hmm. being with those people, being in a grind, belonging. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Finding that tribe, you know, that tribe, that support group. And it's not even just like a support group. It's like people who will see you at some of your most vulnerable moments. Yeah. And you know, when you're taking L's every day. Like when you're getting choked out. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, it's, it's humbling. It's a humbling it's, experience no, getting choked hard, out yeah. in front of people. <laughs> no, 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 I've been no, choked no. Out yeah, it's a humbling experience. <laughs> but no, for real. Like I've seen guys break down. Who's who? Guys who who felt like they they should win every at everything in life, but they mm-hmm. just things just don't work out for them, and they don't know how to handle that type of situation. True. And I've seen guys literally like break down in tears on mats because they feel like like. It's like something going up. Like, I'm never good enough. I'm never advancing. I'm never getting better. And it's like one of those things where it's like you have that support group that can kind of come back and reassure you. Like, you're good, man. Snap you back in. Snap you back in. But it's also like, look where you came from. That anchor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like like the the Rock says it. Dwayne Johnson. He he says that a lot. He's like, finding your anchor. Yeah. You know, finding that thing that brings you back down to earth because we're all going to float away at some point or another. But it's (laughs) about finding that one thing, that person, that community, whatever it is, whatever it needs to be. You know, try to spend time or put effort into finding that because that's what that's what's going to save your life at the end of the day. Mm. It's like having that belonging, having that just that sense or at least that experience of it, of it being there. Because it's like we tell we tell the youth like, oh, you got so much life to live. You got so much this. You got so much that. Like, why are you dating now? Or yeah, why right. are you doing this now? <laughs> you can do it later. You know, but experiences <laughs> but do you shape don't know us. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you don't. What you don't know, don't know, know that. Yeah. yeah, that's why you got to live today for today and let yeah. tomorrow be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's real. That's real important, man. Is having that thing because you know, no matter what it is. It's it's like putting your pride or your ego aside to go do that thing, to go find that thing. I mean, shit, even the other day, man, like this past week, me and my partner, you know, we were we're, we're like having discussion, having discussion. And I'm like, I'm, I'm realizing like, oh, damn, like 
I'm still like I'm having like a, like you know they talk about you know having loss right we talk about having loss like my mother passed away we talk about it you know we've lost parents and etc you know it's like they tell you riding the wave you know some days the wave's gonna be real high some days it'll be real low oh, like yeah. this past week like a year later I'm like damn man this past week I had a day where it was just I don't know something set me off or something triggered me and I'm in the conversation with my partner and I'm just like yo like the wave is hitting me right now. I got to step outside. Like, I feel like I'm going to have, I, I got tears coming to my eyes talking about stuff. I feel like emotion in, in me. And I'm like, I, I got to check myself right now. Right. And I wouldn't have been able to do that or have that, that responsibility or that maturity, you know, a year ago or two yeah. years ago. Right. Yeah, I would have yeah, yeah. just snapped off and been like, ah, <laughs> like, you know, emotion. <laughs> but yeah. instead I was like, I felt it coming on. And it's because I had those experiences because I've had anchors in my life mm -hmm. that have allowed me to work on myself internally and have those moments where i can reflect on and check myself like nah you've done it this way before mm -hmm. you know you've done it that way you know having substance abuse issues it's like all right i know like if i got this one drink and then someone offers me a second i know number two leads to number three leads to number nine <laughs> but you i know? only had two you ain't lying yeah, yeah right <laughs> you ain't, so ain't lying. lying so i'm like you know what like i'm gonna I, I need to be better today i need to be better in this moment and i've had these experiences and i have my anchor that i care about like keeping attached to me right now. Mm -hmm. So no, no thanks. I'm cool. And if someone's like, ah, oh, man, let me bust your chops. Come on, man. Oh, well, I'm, okay. I'm like, look, <laughs> look, man, look. That energy I love right you. there. You know, yeah. I, you know I love you, but just I'm leave put, it alone. I'm putting the hard. <laughs> just, I'm, yeah. put, I'm putting the hard stop here. Yeah, like please, I've lost friends in the past ten years. Respect the hard stop. Yeah, I've yeah. been, I've been, I've lost, I've lost a handful of friends because of that shit, man. They've I've been, learned through Pierre. Huh? Pierre sometimes gives me hard stops. Yeah. Oh, but some, hey, enough of that, man. Like, all right, <laughs> and hey. that's what you need. <laughs> hey, but you, you know? know what? That's an anchor. You that's an anchor you right there. Me. In that moment, you're there. The anchor. But I'll give Pierre credit. It's not a hard stop because I'm crossing. It's a hard stop because he might cross a line. Oh yeah, yeah. He might, and he'll be like, Nah, man, I'm good here. And you know what? Like you said, I'm bust your chops. No, I'm gonna respect yeah. the shit out yeah, of that. Yeah. You know what? I always want Luis to grow. I want Pierre to grow. I want you yeah. to grow. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, I want me to grow. Because as a person, if I force you to do something across your line, that's not me growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not yeah. me growing. Yeah. That's me. And you're not helping down with me. Yeah. And you're definitely not helping. Not you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's everybody <laughs> drowning yeah. in the yeah. ship. Which is I will say, man, <laughs> like yeah. four guys sitting around a table talking about this. It's like I got, I get, I get like this feeling little, a little better. I look a little bit. I feel a little cooler, <laughs> a little lighter. But that's what's important. A little less off your shoulders. So feelings, am I right? Yeah, that's, yeah right. Yeah. Who knew feelings could weigh so much? But like, yeah. but like honestly, bro, this is this is something I've been discussing. You could ask yeah. them. For we, like we've six, talked about for like it for a while. Six weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yo, when are we gonna bring Roro on? I want to yeah. talk about this. Yeah. I want to talk about this, in in the sense of creativity as a street me community. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? For the like ten listeners we got, like, <laughs> so I, it's gonna resonate with one person at least, one, and yeah. that's what matters. Yeah. Man. Ten percent of yeah. our listeners take this conversation and say, "Okay, I'm gonna seek help, yeah, or yeah. I'm gonna seek barriers, or at yeah. least try to at least think about seeking help." Yeah. Or the next time yeah. my dad or my mom or my sister or my brother say something to me or bring mm. up something to me, yeah. I'm gonna go deeper into it with them. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna really like let's peel this shit back. Yeah. Let's really talk about what's really going why on. These why, problems well, are hold going. on. Why are you being an asshole? First, yeah, you yeah, asked yeah. for it. You want to know what I'm thinking? Take a seat. Okay. Come on. Let's yeah. figure this out. Let's, yeah. Like, I'll admit, man, like, you know, it's funny we're talking about that. Like, I, I had a moment recently, like, a couple months ago where, like, my dad and me were having, were having a little bit of he 
heated argument, right? And he's talking about stuff, and it was like stuff where I was like, you know, I thought to myself, I was like, man, if I was 18 or if I was 23 and he would have said something like this, I would have been like, man, fuck this, man, fuck you, you don't understand me. I'm out, I'm out, right? But instead, I just like, I like, I got calmer, and I was just like, hey, like, you feeling okay today? Like, what's what's going on? And maybe they need to hear that sometimes. Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes because nobody asked them. Don't be afraid. Like, like we talked about earlier, like treat your parents like people. Treat yeah. your, you know, mm-hmm. treat everybody like people. Yeah. Treat everybody with the mutual respect. Right. You'll think you'll you'll really start seeing yourself. You know, have more empathy for everybody yeah. have a bigger understanding for everybody like yeah i know why like she snapped at me mm-hmm. i get it you know it's not mm-hmm. it's not it's not me it's it, it's what she's going through right now right so instead of uh, making my pride bigger and making this about me right now i'm gonna like, step aside yeah, like parents aren't just yeah. their parents aren't just these things yeah they're you know, people they, they, they're people with and experiences they, no, and nobody and really asked them positive, nobody, you know? nobody yeah. asked them like how they're nobody doing from like and i will say below because of the hierarchy of age yeah no one younger than them Will ever mm-hmm. ask them, hey, are you okay? Are yeah. you doing okay? Right. Yeah. You know, sometimes I ask my mom then and she brushes it off and then I'm like, all right, well, I'm a pierced that armor. Yeah. <laughs> I got sharp words for you, mom. Yeah. And I say, I say them in joke. Like yeah. the other day, my mom had a dream. She called me really bad. Stay away from your balcony, please. I'm like, okay, mom. <laughs> it's like 11 30. I'm playing video games. I'm high as shit. I'm just chilling there, like, all right, whatever, mom. That, that Love you, bye. <laughs> the right next time we FaceTime, I'm like, hey, mom, you know, don't ever call me when you have a bad dream like that. Because first and foremost, don't put that pressure of me having like this bad thing happen to me yeah. because it happened to you in a dream on me. I That's all unfair. of a sudden have this sudden and urge to go on the balcony for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> truth be told, the mature part of me should be saying what I'm saying now. It's yeah, like, yeah. hey, I, I understand you had a bad dream, but don't put that pressure of me having to worry about in a fucking construction. Like you worried balcony. about me? What you worried about? Sure. Oh. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. That should have been my question. Yeah. But instead, I was like, yo, and next time, don't call me over no stupid ass dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, hey, and you know what? As an adult, as a person-to-person relationship, that's a fucked up thing to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. And then she got mad at me. Don't dismiss. <laughs> but here's the here's the humor in what happened. She tried to hang up on me on FaceTime. All she did was swipe up and put me on pause. No. <laughs> so, so instantly, so like instantly, yeah, yeah, so instantly, I start laughing. Yeah. Like, hey, so mad at me. You try to hang up. Also, she's, I see her face, and she's holding back a smirk. And I realized, like, yo, I, you know what? You can be assholes to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at that point, I, re- I realized, like, damn, I'm being a bit of an asshole. But she sees the humor in my assholeness. The fucked up part is she put me on pause again. No, the fuck did I not laugh again? <laughs> and then, you know what? At the next time her and I did FaceTime, I took the time to say, hey, you know what? My bad for making, for, for egging you on like that. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's not nice for me to poke at you. You're right. You had a bad dream. You're worried about me. How could a, a parent never be worried about their child? Right, so, yeah. so, like, you know, I had to take that reflectiveness and say, hey, person to person, yeah. you know, my bad. Having the conversations. Having, conversations. Having them. Yeah, Having I, real conversations. Real, real ones. Yeah. Not is, bullshit. Yeah. Not surface yeah. level. Yeah. Dig yeah. a little but deeper. Because that's most of what it is it's with parents. It's always easier yeah. for a, a child to apologize to a parent. But I'll tell you right now, I count on my hands the number of times my mom has apologized Bro. to me. On your hands? Substantially. Yeah. I can do just one finger. But that's a hand. <laughs> yeah. That's a hand. That's a hand. Yeah. Right? You know but, the con- but conversation, man. It's conversation. like, and it's too, it's just like as we're developing, as culture's changing, as society's shifting, you know, with everything that we have around us, it's just about, I don't know, I kind of like just trying to practice more. Like if I get somebody that says, like when I'm like, hey, what's up? How you doing? And they're like, fine or good. Ooh, like one word or two okay. words. You know, I'll be like, like, tell me more. <laughs> Like details, right, right? Question mark. Like something. <laughs> like ask something back instead of "Hey, what's up?" No, nothing much. You? Nothing much, man. Yeah, cool. Have a good day. All right, cool. Do you want to check in? Like, to that's not checking in. You're not, no, you're not, you're not checking in. Open-ended <laughs> questions allow you to check. Yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Like ask something, man. Don't be afraid, cause you know, like we talk about, you know, life is is an experience, is a gift. 
You know, if we live a little bit more with that kind of mentality, then we take advantage of more of opportunities. Mm -hmm. Then we delve into things more because we want more from them. You know, be selfish with your life. Oh, like, you know, that's the thing for me. It's like people, people ask me, people ask me, oh, well, why you do like, you know, I talk about like, I never did this for popularity. I never did this for people to follow me or like me. I did this because selfishly it was something I needed to do for me to heal, for me to grow, for me to develop was like, hey, I need to like, I need to express myself. And this is the way I do, you know, this is the way that's on my phone that I can express myself and like everybody's expressing themselves nowadays with and I love it I'm connecting to it I want to be a part of this community this Instagram social media community I mean ever since like it's been huge for me like it's helped my mental health a lot like I always like advocate for mental health you know I do a lot of uh I you know before the pandemic I was doing a lot of volunteer work for the American uh, Foundation for Suicide Prevention and when I joined them like when I had got out of college it was like my therapist told me like what do you want to do and I was like well what makes you happy and I was like I don't know like I just I always wanted to help people or I always wanted to give back or I always wanted to, you know, bring more positivity in someone else's life because I know how feeling negative makes you makes you feel, makes you think, you know, and I don't want anyone else to feel the way I feel. I don't want anyone else to be in the darkness like I have because it's just so fucking hard to get out of. And I'm, I consider my I count my I count my blessings. Yeah. You know, I consider myself lucky to, you know, have survived my suicide attempt to have, you know, been been able to live as long of a life as I've had. I mean, my mom passed away at 55, so I'm 30 now. So I'm yeah. like, this is my right midlife there. crisis, right man. There. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I want to take a moment because we've already talked about the subject quite a bit uh, the last maybe 45 minutes. Um, if you are feeling those experiences mm-hmm. where you feel like you may decide on that, please call 1-800-273-8255. Mm-hmm. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. That is a 24-7 hotline prevention. Uh, if you are feeling like you need to just end things, please call the phone number first. If not, DM Street Meet. I'm and, Sway. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. on the phone. 20, 20 hours out of 24 days. And I wake up all, in the middle yeah. light and yeah. I look at DMs. And so, just to touch on that a little bit, just a, just a quick segue. Like, if you think like like oh, that's just so generic for people to be like, oh yeah, just, just call, call this, n- just call yeah. this number. Uh, that shit counts. Let me tell you, the people that work in those like at those uh those centers, they really give a shit. Yeah. They like, care. You don't, the reason why they're sitting waiting. For you them. don't yeah. you don't work eight hours a day. At a, at a call center where people are calling you on the worst day on of their, their life. On the worst days of their life. On the yeah. worst days yeah. of their life. I mean, it's if like me. Don't... I volunteered for this cause because yeah. I had gone through so much and experienced so much. Like, you're looking for relatable people. If you need somebody and you're yeah. afraid to go to your friend, to go to your parent, you're Friends not sure how they're going to react. Understand. Yeah, and, and, and also, too, keep that in mind. Like, not it's not because... You know, if you do have the courage, if you do have the strength to express yourself or to open up to somebody, please, please, please keep in mind just a small pinch of salt that they might not react the way you hope they will. Right, they right. might not react you the way you expect them to. But please don't take that as any correlation or connection or reflection of you and what you're expressing to them. Mm. Understand that we are all mm. people. We all react differently. We all have our different traumas and experiences. So Some people just don't know how to yeah, deal with it. You if know? you do yeah. share your trauma with somebody, understand that they might not give you the best reaction. Like for me, like when I was when, when I like fresh off, you know, my mom's passing and funeral, you know, I like if, if someone came to me and was like, hey man, I got problems, I would just put my hand up politely and I'd be like, listen. I know you do, and I'm not trying to invalidate your feelings or invalidate you right. or what you want to tell me right now, but I just can't take that burden on. Right. I cannot handle that right now. Mm-hmm. And that's the way, too, like as you get more comfortable about speaking or talking about what's going, like what you're going through or what you're really feeling, also to have a respect for the other person on the other side, the way you expect them to open up and, and bring you in and, and, and embrace you with your problems, understand and respect that they might have their problems going up. On. So when I like right. when I start a conversation with somebody, if I want to go deep, the first thing I do with somebody is like, hey, 
Can you handle this? Yeah. yeah. Is it okay if I vent to you? Are, like, are right. you busy? Can I talk to you about some personal things? And people things? need to be comfortable to say no sometimes yeah. too. You know? don't, like, t- don't take it personal. Yeah. Don't be like, oh, fuck them because they said no. They yeah. ain't, you ain't there for me. <laughs> like, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're trying a, to take I'm care of themselves. You, my, my, my burden, <laughs> yeah. my, 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 my payload, I don't have the time. Yeah. So, like, I know you're in a place to vent, but yeah. I personally can't handle I'm going that. through some yeah. shit too. Like, I it's, can't yeah. handle that right now. Because you know what is true? It's unfair to unload on people who are unwilling to accept that load. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Without at right. least prepping it, you yeah. know, at least right. allowing yeah. allowing the entry point. Like, mm-hmm. here's the door. Can we open it so Somebody I can just have burst in your house and like, hey man, I, I, you got you got time right now? Yeah. Then I was gonna yeah, beat, like, right, I was gonna on, beat my beat on this kitchen sink <laughs> <zip> real quick. <laughs> Trying to prove a point to my mom a second, but damn, I, I listen to you. Put my yeah. dick away real quick. <laughs> but that but that mindfulness and that empathy between each other comes from conversation. Right. Comes from yes. the community having respect for each other treating each other as equals mm-hmm. that's what allows you to open up you know so like we're talking about the call center like if you are going to reach out to a a, a line or a, a prevention line and a crisis line mm-hmm. you know you know understand that you know that's that's a trained and safe space to do so that it is there for you always so if you are having trouble expressing yourself to your parents to your friends to your family people around you we uh, as foreign people we understand that hey my, right. like when Door, i told my mom and my dad about open. my mental health they were like what the fuck you got what are you, what are you talking about you got <laughs> what are you complaining yeah, yeah, yeah. Food in your exactly <laughs> exactly what's the yep. problem yeah but please do you know what you know let me not detract from what uh what you guys are saying yes if you are in those instances and you are having mm-hmm. these thoughts or having these com- like having these internal dialogues with yourself that you're worried about or that you have a friend that you're worried about and you're not sure what to do you're not sure how to get them help i mean go to the afsp.org go to go online you know research crisis research you know google in the google bar you know you google a lot of other stuff but make sure you you know you use use our tools shout out to incognito yeah yeah. (laughs) use use your uh use your stuff to your advantage you know understand that there's information that there's people you know i'm roro you know we got the whole street meet uh dc family here you know we're all here for each other we're all here for the community we're not just preaching you know we're here to actually like enact please utilize your resources and again if you're feeling some kind of way find someone that you are comfortable with to reach out to yeah and maybe they don't have the weight load yeah but there's always an option yeah if you have to call again 1-800-273-8255 that's 1-800-273-8255 call them if not, DM your closest friend. Because mm. uh, a lot of the times you just got to say it. You know, yeah. you just got to let it out. You got to let it know what's out there. It. Yeah. 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 Just get, just, sometimes you just got to get chest. it out. And like, that, like we're, we're all soda bottles and we're all being shook up every day. Don't let someone put Mentos in your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no matter, yeah, no matter <laughs> how. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, I mean, not to invalidate what we're talking about, but that's a good one. That's a good metaphor, right? That's a good metaphor. But you can see the visual, right? Yeah, exactly. But no matter how small your issue or how big your issue, your problem is to you, big enough to you. It's something yeah. to you. You're thinking right. about it. Talk about it. Get it mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Get it into the universe. You know, like we talk about like you know, we can talk about like manifestation, like being creators, being wanting to go after our dreams. Like those things can only happen if we make the decision to right. make them happen. Right. So you can only be healthy if you yeah. decide to make the decision to work on being healthy. Right. And it takes work. Mental health and your mental health. And illness, just making the, the the decision in and of itself yeah. is, is it's hard. hard it's courageous, man. It's yeah. so you know courageous. What? I think we're at a, I think we've you know we've waxed poetic at this mm-hmm. point. You know, we're about an hour and forty in. Oh shit. I, I do want to tell wow, everybody really? you're close i'm, I'm watching the clock <laughs> no, you're good. i got you but yeah, i, I do want to say at this point shameless plug after the serious conversation we had hey the community is gathering may 8th mm. it's going to be at the national mall the smithsonian exit on the national Ooh, mall mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna we're picking a very open wide place so that yeah, people can safe feel safe distant, yeah. and we're not, we're not bring you know, bring your zoom lenses first event zoom lenses. in a year and three months 
first year. meeting oh. a year yeah. in th- you, you're right. Jesus. Too long. That too long. That's way too long. That's that's I thought it was a guy. Who are you telling me? I thought we were ready to go. I've had no purpose for a year and a half. But just been Pierre. But if you feel the need, if you hear this episode and you reach this point of it and you come to the meet and you talk to Luis, Pierre, or Sway. We will listen. And if Roro decides to come out, who knows if he's busy or not? Does that man be working? Where are you working at these days? So, yeah, I just started a new concept. I partnered with Chef Marcel Ephraim, formerly of Maydan, the Michelin star restaurant in D.C. Say that one more time. Michelin restaurant. So, yeah, we partnered together. How do I order? So, we're a ghost kitchen concept right now in our in our uh, in our younger stages we just uh, launched in uh, january of this year as a pandemic uh, pandemic born concept mm. uh it's been going great it's called shababi we do palestinian rotisserie chicken plus all the sides and fixins you know i always you know Mar- chef marcel is really kind and allows me to offer a vegan or vegetarian option uh, special mm-hmm, every that. month okay. rotating in so we try to feed everybody our menus like you know 80 percent vegetarian do or you vegan have friendly. that vegan burger no, not the vegan burgers. They'll, hopefully, they'll all be bringing those back. Wink, wink. I'll be, I'll be bringing those back. Call us for the promo. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's been a passion project. Them for a things while. were fire. Yeah, that's been a passion project for a while. But I'm just really excited so, about so Shababi. How, how do people order and find? So, you? Uh, yeah, if you at Shababi Chicken on Shibabi IG or www.shababichicken.com. How do you spell that? S H A B A B I. So like, okay. hab- which I did like a little Habibi thing, but Shababi, you know, it kind of, it's kind of like a slang word. Uh, Chef Marcel, you know, we kind of put around the concept that uh, it's like, you know, about family. Shababi. You know, we're creating our own. Oh, creating How's our own the Shababi? You know, <laughs> so the food, delicious. Yeah, no, the food's great, man. Chef Marcel. Uh, is I know, I believe rushing, it. And, and what time like, is the kitchen so open delicious. today? Because a man is hungry. Right yeah, now. we're open. Hey, we're open Thursday through Sunday. We do dinner service for pickup or for delivery. You okay. order through our, our website. You order through our online apps or through our social media accounts all the links are there to order every monday at 3 p.m for that following weekend service our order link opens up with whatever new menu Damn. items we have specials and then you well, place you your order and then you yeah. pick up for dinner so, yeah so it's pandemic friendly so you or- place your order between monday to the day before you pick up and then that day of service you choose thursday friday saturday or sunday you come to your your time slot you selected food's bagged ready with your name on it with even reheating instructions if you get home if you live further away and that, it's a little cold. Yo, that is the you can heat it. We provide everything for that, you. That, wow. that is a great so fucking important. touch right there. Yeah. so Dog. important. No, and Chef Marcel always likes to add a little extra touch to yeah. all the meals. So sometimes we have because little gifts, dude, little treats. There's, you know, in there's there. one thing that I hate the most is reheating food or having to, yeah, well, okay, and yeah. not knowing if the container's food. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, you're yeah. like, shit, can I? You gotta Google it. Take Dog. No, do, but, I, do I need to put this in the oven or no? Yeah, like, but, this is working the microwave or no? Like, I don't, I don't know what to do here. We try, we try to take care of everything. That's know, good though, man. Yeah, That's Chef tight. Marcel, yeah. you know, the real big focus of what we're doing is trying to make sure that when you get our food, it's an experience. You go home, you eat with your family, you eat with your friends, you're having an experience together. You know, we don't want you to forget about us and we don't want to forget about you. We want to make sure you're going to the table with your family, making those memories, making those connections, right. creating that community and being part of the Shababi family. You know, you know something I noticed because I followed your I follow your Shababi chicken account. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I do. So I like I'm already kind of like hip to it. So I've seen your food. Haven't had the chance to go down there and get some, but I've definitely been on my list of things to do. But I've seen like when you like when people pick up, it's like they're not picking up like a little meal or a little lunch. It's, a, fuck is, it's a family. No. Meal. Yeah, our yeah. price our price it's point is a, our price point is structured around providing an experience exactly. for you and mm-hmm. others, not just. But we also offer items, you know, that are could be just individual items or an individual meal. Man, for talking yourself. about that quarter quarter dark meat with some, <laughs> some sides. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to serve I can everybody. Fuck up a quarter dark meat right about now. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful. Yeah. You know, Chef Marcel is doing great food. 
food is, is you know, such a hard worker. I mean, this is kind of like, you know, I'm very thankful that Chef Marcel wanted to partner with me. You know, this the, it was born from the, the Betna fundraiser that we put together mm-hmm. uh, after the, the last in Beirut. And we got together ah, during true. that, and we put together, you know, the, all the all the restaurants in D.C. came out and showed love and donated to <coughs> us. We raised fifty thousand dollars for the people of Lebanon. Nice, yeah. We, we sent them nice. fifty thousand dollars to the Red Cro- uh, Red Cross to help them with what they were going wow. through and during That's awesome. the the, the uh, post. Because uh, that was, I mean, that was a big that was a big deal. Took out, yeah, took out the whole port. I mean, you know, destroyed, you know, countless homes, affected uh-huh. people. You know, I, I have cousins. It was that the live first time we've seen an incident like that captured on social media. Yeah, yeah. and it was like because really like, well documented. <laughs> yeah. We're closer, we're closer to yeah. everything now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now it's what are you doing with that, man? And like you guys, you guys aren't just being like, "Hey, come shoot, leave." <laughs> no, you're creating a community. You're doing more important things. That's what we try to do at Shababi. We're trying to create an experience. We're coming from the heart. You know, Chef Marcel always cooks from their heart. It's it's food that they love, and I'm just thankful that they trusted me to support them and create this concept with them in this role. So please, if you guys are getting hungry, you know, if you guys want to order, you know, support a local business. Do us a favor, plug one more time where they can make the order. You know, at Shababi Chicken on IG, if that's the easiest way for you to get to it, ShababiChicken.com. Hit us with a follow. You know, please follow along. You know, we're doing great food from the heart. You know, we hope that, you know, uh, definitely in the near future, we have expansion plans that we're working on. So we're really excited for where this is going I want that storefront. I want to come in from my corner. We got you. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So we're working on that. Yeah, it's been really great so far. And I've been very thankful, you know, to be in the partnership that I am with a chef like Chef Marcel. You know, they're very, they're, they're top of the line. They do it. They're, they're, they got a big heart. And it comes through with the food, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. You know, Yo, this kind of food finding looks my good. space I'm lo- again. I'm, lo- I'm going through your Instagram pic- right now. Do the pictures look good? Yeah. <laughs> the pictures look really good. <laughs> That's Roro's work, baby. Yeah, you know, He's no try. longer a model. <laughs> He's a chef photographer. <laughs> chef photographer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing, you know. That ain't uh, that unseasoned chicken, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what, man? We, we're close to where you got to bug out. But, you know, I do want to say, Ro, hey, man, appreciate you coming through. No, thank Seriously, man. We've, on the we've, back end, we've talked about this for, for at least a very, year. Oh, yo, you when I say that you're here. one of our top five guests, no, yeah. you're not that. one through three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are one through three, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one through two, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, no one no, of two? Okay. Yeah, one whatever, of two, man. No, no. But I'm trying to make a joke. But it's not good. I'm drunk. I haven't had nothing to eat. I'm missing. You know, the truth is, I'm missing out on some shababi chicken. You know what I'm saying? Get your shababi chicken on. Man, if, if I was sober, it. I would go over there right now. I'll be dry- I'll call you I to work right now. Yeah. I can't I'm gonna say, I got to go to work right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah. Like, like I said from the beginning and off the record, man, you guys have been nothing but, but, but good and positive and 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 and, and humble with me, man. Like since we I try, like, man. Like That's I tell good. you guys, man, since I was nobody and nothing, y'all showed me love. And till this day, I'm you know I'm, I'm gonna show and here love you back. Are. Yeah. Best food truck. Yo, when you DC, get that first, when yeah, you get that Michelin star, man, let me let me let me get one on the tables, dog. Yeah, the street me DC plug, man. When I showed up to my first one, I I had I had way less followers. And I, I have way less this. money than I do now. I, I, I am just, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm just counting the days that you are you are receiving your Michelin star. Oh, and we one will day, come one through day, and do hopefully. a full promo. For you. No, no, yo, off love. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. speak for these assholes next to me. We're gonna do a free promo for you the day you earn your Michelin. No, I because I'll tell you right now. Man. Sober, high, drunk. Your food always hits, and especially sober because sober. Don't bullshit because we've had it in each stage. Yeah, you've had your life. Sober, high, and drunk. We, we've yeah, been, yeah, we were there for four twenty. Yeah, you guys. I've served y'all three times. Yeah, three or four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna come through for the shabbat no, chicken soon, it. man. Don't yeah, worry please about do, that. man. It's great, yeah, man. Yeah. It's great. We're, we're, but yeah, I do, I do. Ex- I, I don't want to say I'm, I don't want to put expectations of you. All I can see is I see your career. 
and your your trajectory reaching the Michelin. Oh level. man, I yeah. appreciate it. And you're gonna be putting mm-hmm. on for the that's city. A dream. That's you know a dream. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Put on for the food. in the area. <laughs> you know, and shout out to the uh, the food community, man, in DC. You know, to all the photographers and videographers. It's been there. a hard time for them yeah. and creatives. It's been hard for y'all to you know work oh, together, sure. man, collaborate. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I mean, everybody needs help right now, and together, you know, we can make a higher tide is better when we're all riding it together. Mm. You know. So hey, so so before we wrap up, that's a hell of Are you gonna fight Luis or not? Because y'all went to the same gym, right? Nah, I like Luis so much. That yeah. means you fuck you up, dog. <laughs> they are not in the same height bracket. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Or wait. I got like 200 I mean, pounds on it. Man. Feed me, on, feed me enough shababi chicken. We can yeah, probably make it happen. Yeah, we're gonna feed you enough shababi chicken. We'll, we'll get you there. Hey, one, one, one last time. Thank you for coming through, having this thank conversation so with me. Yeah, hey, thank you for listening. We finally, finally made it happen. We've been talking about this. We're gonna do it again, man. We're gonna do it again, man. When he earns his Michelin star, he'll be on the next episode. Yeah, so we will talk to him in two, maybe 18 months. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Damn. Uh, see.